clubs. Mm. Yeah, what was the what were the underage clubs mm. back in the day? I used to go to Gravity. Gravity. Uh, you guys would have had different ones to me. Oh yeah, where where did you live at the time? Um, oh well, you're older as well. Yeah. So. Uh, what were your I, ones? Fuck, I can't even remember. Oh no, I've I've always been able to remember. Now I can't. That's because I'm getting that much older. <laughs> I'm like shit. Fuck. What did I actually do? All I remember is the first one I went to. I wore trackies, and everyone was like, "Is that guy wearing trackies?" <laughs> Why did you wear trackies? Because I always wore trackies. I'd never been out before. Mm. <laughs> were they trigger bro trackies? <laughs> no, not even. Otherwise, no. that might have been acceptable. Yeah. Now, tri- actually, tri- trigger trackies hadn't been. They weren't out yet. They. they oh really? No, they weren't a thing. I mean, I was. Oh, so you were wearing trackies before it was cool. Yeah, so I, maybe I was the trendsetter. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, what's the name of the fucking club now? Damn. Who's playing with their mic? <laughs> Sorry. Why are you playing? I'm trying to, I'm just repositioning. Why you got to play me like this? <laughs> what did you guys eat on Wednesday? Was it Wednesday? Wednesday, yeah. Wait, what day? Yesterday. Oh, yesterday. Yesterday. That's right. Wait, yeah. Um, what did we eat? We had oh, buffalo wings. We had wings. Oh, yeah. I made a blue cheese sauce for the first time. That was Oh, nice. how'd you do that? I made my own mayo. Made way too much. Yeah, I made way too much. Like a fucking um, bowl of it. I made my own <laughs> mayo first and then you add um, sour cream and um, blue, cheese. blue cheese, obviously. <laughs> I think that's it. I think that's all you add after. You, you just heat mayo. it up. Well, you should, you should no, you don't add need Dijon heat mustard as well. Oh. Just blend it all together and that's it. Oh, it's, oh it's, I guess it's not like a steak sauce, blue cheese steak sauce kind of thing. It's just like a... Yeah, steak sauce would have like more bits in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, the cheese that I got was... Um, cheese. It was like... It uh, was a creamy, creamy blue cheese. Creamy blue. Oh. Yeah. I'm so glad I can't see Ellie. Creme bleu. Wow. I'm just happy, you know. I'd really like for you to remember this um, club because I want to know if I ever heard of it. It was at... Uh, uh, some little place like near Furniture Gully train station. Oh. At the back. And um, fuck, I can't remember what it's called. Went like, there a few times. I don't know. It'd be like an event, you know? Yeah. Because obviously it's underage, so it's like not a club club. They'd hold events and they would. Was that at the library? <laughs> <laughs> Ours was at a church. Yeah, I went to one that was like at a church, but it was an after party. <clears throat> After party. It was such a big thing back in the day. Do they still do them? I don't think after so. After parties. No. <laughs> the underage. Yeah, so underrated. Underage after parties. They were the, th- they oh, were the thing yeah. after Debs and pro- Proms. Prom? What? Debs and. What's proms. the other one? That the Proms. No. <laughs> they have the Deb and what's the other thing? The formal. Oh, the, did yeah. you have Debs? I didn't. I dropped oh. out in year 10. Oh, okay. <laughs> Deb, formal and prom. <laughs> That prom's American though, right? Yeah. yeah. But, so but we have we have the, the Deb here in year What's 12. Deb? I, uh, the debutante. What? Debutante ball. It's like the coming of age for like... I'm too fob for that shit. Well, yeah, it, I didn't... The, I didn't you would have had them out in Dandy. We call them formals. No, then you no. had a Deb as well. Yeah. There's two. No, nah, I didn't yeah. go there. One's in year 10 oh. and one's in year 12. No, we didn't have I Deb. found that most of the schools that were like super out of suburbs had them. Like mm. Hallam and stuff had them. Mm. But as the closer you get to like the city, which is where I was, they didn't exist. Oh, they were just like, you mean just a normal Saturday night? <laughs> mm, fancy. <laughs> so, 
Um, hi, Johnny again. Hello. Um, the reason I'm just being weird and official about it is because we're all naked. It's just because. Uh, <laughs> uh, hi, hi, Johnny again. It's just because. Ah, uh, oh, Johnny's here again. Uh, it's just because so the people, um, anyone listening. Probably not. But can, if can anyone you is You say that every podcast. Anyone listening, but probably not. Probably not. Probably not. Just because I don't like is to... Is anybody out there? How do I, you I, don't, I don't like to imagine there's someone listening because it throws me off. It's just so. Joe Rogan. He's the only one listening. Oh. Yeah, he's the only one. That'd be all right. Yeah. If, if we only had one listener and one it was listener. Joe Rogan, that'd be all right. Yeah, he's biggest competition and he's yeah. just like... Because he feels threatened by you. It's <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> so this is back yeah. to back and the last one was only what? Two, three days ago? Three days ago? For a podcast, yeah. yeah. Yep. Three days ago. Four days, I guess. Monday? Oh my Monday? God. Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. No. Tuesday? No, you're nah, here Monday. It was Monday. No. It was Monday. Okay. Doesn't no, matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, so quite <laughs> no recent. No one's listening. Quite <laughs> recent. <laughs> and, and last time I said to you at the end of it, I was like, when we first get into it, I'm not going to allow it. This is why I'm driving it right now. I'm oh, yeah. not going to allow it going off on a tangent, especially one caused by me. So... <laughs> I want Classic. to steer you right into your clothes. little experience. <laughs> your right out of your clothes and into your experience okay. with um with a uh, bit of psychedelic hand. mushrooms. They do go in hand. In hand. Last mm. time I did it, I got completely naked. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. I did not on my that psychedelic experience I had. Yep. Um. So so walk us through like give us give us a setup for for how for how you set it up for how how you planned uh, it mm. how you went going into it you know give us give us a, a full oh, detail how, how much you had as well so only, I don't know that. this uh, isn't a 5 minute interview this is a, you know you, so only, you got time so I only did I should it 2 2 grams was it was it 2, two grams right 2 grams I thought yep. that maybe I'd done 2 grams before which after I had 2 grams I realized I hadn't done 2 grams before okay <laughs> how much do you reckon you had I just said two grams. No, no, how much? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, in the past. How much in the past do you reckon? Fuck, I don't know. Just the da- like, I ate, I ate eighteen of them, and yeah. then I had the tea, which had hundreds in it. But I don't know. I drank maybe like half the cup. Sometimes hundreds. they oxidize. Yeah. So yeah, if they're left there for too long. Yeah. So I don't really know. Uh, Either way, it wasn't like this. Uh, this was much better. Yep. And the environment I did the first time was, or the first couple of times was always like for party. It was like to be in a room fucking around with mm. a couple of mates. Oh my God, I can't even imagine. It, it, it sucked. It sucked. It was, yeah. it was, it's, I look back on it and I think it sucked. At the time I was just, you know, wanted to get out of my mind all the time, but it mm. wasn't, I wanted to trip, you know, yep. but I never got to trip. Um, Cause you know, you eat 18 mushrooms and you think, never done it before you go that's got to be a lot you drink half thing of tea you go, that's got to be a lot you think about stabbing your friends and you go that must be enough now nah. <laughs> 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 uh, nah, yep. things went a bit funny um <laughs> no n- anyway whatever i digress yep. <laughs> no, 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 um, I'm, I'm with you I'm so, with you. so I'm but this time around yeah so i fasted for a day before mm-hmm. which i definitely didn't do the that was very that. good, actually. Yeah, I didn't. I, I don't think I told you to do that, but that's a good move. Yeah. Um. And what was I doing? Was it my mum's first? Uh, it was a Friday night. It was a Friday. I spent the day at my mum's, and then uh, let her know 
you know, just in case. Would you let her know? Then we'd do some mushies. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Just okay. to just to how'd say. How'd you how'd you bring it up? I Did just it? said, "Hey, mum, when I go home, I'm doing a mushy trip." Yep. And she was like, "Oh yeah." Did she know what that was? Yeah, she's just like, "Oh, just be careful." And I'm like, "Yeah, just letting you know." And my phone because my phone's gonna be off, and um, and obviously if I if something goes wrong and I mm. call you or whatever, that yeah. you know what's going on. Um, That's a good idea, actually. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, yeah, left there, got home pretty much as soon as I walked in the door. It was, I don't know, getting dark. I wanted to do it at night time because my apartment's not, doesn't really like get that dark. It's only got some blinds. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to do it, at, you know, where I could turn all the lights off and sit in the darkness. Mm. Um, got home at, fuck, I don't know, seven. I was when curfew was around. So, what time was curfew? finish eight o'clock uh, at the time yeah. Eight o'clock, yeah. yeah eight so i think i got home around then uh walked straight in the door went straight to the cupboard and ate the mushies <laughs> yep. straight away you um, you're on a mission yeah were they through. capsules yeah 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 courtesy of and uh and then i yeah took them straight away turned off all the lights went and sat straight and uh shut all the curtains whatever sat on my bed legs crossed just meditate and then after about 40 minutes it's just like with my eyes closed start seeing you know some flashes of light like stars going past and i was a bit and i was like oh this must be it and um yeah it was fucking didn't really know what i was gonna expect but it just sort of went a bit more intense from there and then i don't know how long passed but i was intense how like what kind of feeling just like a an, a, a rise in energy and I felt more dense and then and but I was still that's the gains yeah <laughs> but I still <laughs> felt like uh, uh, I was like I'm not going to open my eyes spiritual gains yeah <laughs> pumping spiritual iron um, and uh, fuck I'm trying to think what happened now it's, we should have gone over this like when it first happened because now it's you reckon? Starting to fade mm. away a bit. Yeah. Um, I feel like I've learned, like I've gotten what I needed out of it. Yeah. So all right, well, let, how about you work backwards? Tell me what you've learned and then maybe it'll come to you how you've I'll just that. tell it in random bits, but uh, yeah, I'll try and be linear, but I will digress. Yeah. That's probably. Um, anyway, laid down, ended up laying down, uh, eyes shut, started seeing like all sorts of fucking colors. And there was, it's almost like a, if you had a, lots of different paint colors actual uh, paint and you were mixing them all together um but they weren't really mixing the colors mm. weren't mixing they were sort of moving in throughout one another mm. and this is what i was seeing as if it was really there uh, with my with eyes, eyes closed closed yep. okay, yeah and but all the shapes i was seeing that were almost like a lava lamp if you were to mix all the wax together it would never really mix together it would just show different colors blending but all those different blobs and whatnot that were moving so fast between one another they were alive like they had they were actually like they weren't just colors it's like they had their own soul i don't know it was like they were a a living thing and um it's like they were communicating without saying anything you know and then the more i didn't fight it and could say i just relax into was that hard no it was there was an intense feeling but i could still say to myself just let it, just uh, let it take over. Just let it do its thing. Don't f- 
not don't fight it, just um, surrender to it, you know. And uh, and the more I did that and allowed myself to do that, those things turned and turned from just blobs to like more like faces and mm. to more of like took on more of a character, like a, a character that you could say, oh, that's a living thing, you know. Mm. Yeah. And um, then eventually after going through that for a while and being kind of like this is intense and I had a bit of a sweat, uh, I decided to open my eyes and my room was like, looked kind of like a, a jungle, but it still looked like my room. It's very weird. And um, in all the space between objects, there was just like geometric shapes, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, I would call it like there was a, there was like, squares with like white outlinings but just the white outlining so hollow in the middle mm -hmm. and like with a thin just a thin edge and if you take a square and then you like rotate it a bit and rotate a bit and it'll make a star you know how it do like that it's like that kind of shape mm -hmm. and there was this in the middle of my room i was laying on my bed there was this shape like that right in the middle pretty big and it looked like a portal because out of it was coming this like serpent dragon that was made Whoa. up of those and Is eyes closed eyes open um, okay yeah uh squares and each square was maybe you know 20 centimeters apart mm -hmm. and then slightly rotated and that was like the body and it was coming out of this portal which extended way back like the portal was there but you could see right through it mm -hmm. way back mm -hmm. and then the face of this dragon was made up of the same it's like a it's like white lines, see hollow in between. So it's like a drawing. And, uh, but its face was like human. So like humanish face, mm. dragon kind of body. Oh, God. Arms, like small arms, but big hands. And as I was just like staring at it, I think it, I was thinking to myself staring at it, I just looked like, like a deer in headlights just sitting in my room, like on these mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> just like staring, just staring with yeah. eyes. I'm just like, like yeah, and you yeah. and you would have looked completely insane. Yeah. To <laughs> and I wasn't didn't blink for probably like twenty minutes. Yeah, and the um, eyes dry out, and you're like, "Why?" Which which happens happens when I meditate anyway. But like, uh, if I meditate with my eyes open, but like, it was just interesting. I was, and I was thinking, and at one point I thought, "Oh, I'm not I'm not blinking." Like it'll be a glimmering thought, and uh, but yeah, this thing was just, and the more I stared at it, like it was just slowly like getting closer and closer and then and its hand was like its finger was coming out and it was like about to like touch me and um just as it was about to touch me I don't know I decided to like close my eyes and when I closed my eyes it was still there but now it wasn't like made of lines it was like in full um ah, so it revealed itself kind it, of thing. yeah and then and it revealed itself and then it just like dispersed into like whatever and when I opened my eyes again it was gone yeah um that was fucking... That moment's weird when you open... When you go to... Okay, I'm going to open my eyes now. Yeah. And it's not going to be there. No, it wasn't that... It and, was, it, it, and then you're like, but there's a small chance it will. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's true. That was kind of like that. It's like, is it, will it be there again? And Yeah, and it was just... Especially if you're sick of it, you're like, please go away. I was just like, like who are you? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm... Gary, I don't know, Gaza. Gary the, Gaz the dragon. Um, Gaz from Punchbowl. <laughs> but uh, it was that, yeah, so that was that like most 
intense like hallucination sort of part and then mm. and then uh it just sort of went to like mm, fuck what happened from there i know at one point i just found myself sort of rocking back and forth in front of the heater <laughs> mm-hmm. that i turned on uh really really happy in the dark just rocking back and forth like a crazy person yep. being yep. really finding every great. every muscle movement feels good kind of thing uh, what i was truly amazed by was the fact that i was just sitting there and like thoughts were going through my head oh yeah and i was so amazed that i could even think and i was like yeah. oh my god i can th- I can't believe I'm doing this. <laughs> there's, there's just thoughts going through my head and I'm like, this is amazing that just I'm just this thing and there's just these voices going on in my head just thinking over and over and, I'm, and I just felt really grateful that I could do that. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. was like, wow, I can't believe I can fucking do this. felt like a superpower, you know? Yeah. And just to be alive feels just, like a superpower. Exactly, exactly, just to be alive. And then, and then I started to go experiment with the thoughts and go, oh, my mood feels so good. What if I, you know, shift my thought and think about something that's not as that I know is not as good? Yeah, and just you try to, it out. <laughs> yeah, and then did that, and then I just as I'm rocking, and then I slowly like thoughts go, and my face changes from a smile to like a blank stare, and I start, start rolling over to the side away yep. from the heater, and everything gets a bit darker, and then I go, oh, wow, the thoughts really like do this, and then just go back to the other thoughts, start rocking again, and I'm you like, can choose, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. and um. You're like, oh, there's a lot to me. Yeah, it was fucking, that was cool, you know. And uh, then my cat popped up and we had a great <laughs> bonding session more than usual. It was just because she looked like it was dark, man. But mm-hmm. um, <laughs> it was dark, <laughs> but like my cat looked like she was light. She was so, she looked mm. like her fur was, uh, looked like a blue, purple, white, galaxy it was like shining mm-hmm. and everywhere she moved it was like the dust the stardust was like coming off her so it's just like tingling and she was it was dark it was a dark room and she was like glowing and mm. it was and i just thought i didn't look at myself in the mirror but it just seemed like she was because she's alive yeah. she had this different everything was made of the same stuff mm. even the you know the space in between objects the air mm. let's call it even though i'm not talking about the air but just yeah um, and it just seemed that everything was made of the same stuff. But the experience is the mm, same thing. Yeah, but once yeah. She, but once it had life, so everything was alive. Mm. But once it had like some, con- some sort of consciousness yeah. to it, it became like it was just like such a dense amount of yeah, this like vibe. a node. Yeah, and it just was glowing. You know, um, it was fucking. That was that was full on. So we had a great bonding experience which I, was, which I was quite worried about because i was worried that like i love my cat and i was worried i'd end up killing her <laughs> or something that <laughs> i'd be like there's always that fear and then i'd just yeah. go you know i'd be like my cat's a demon and i'd you know <laughs> i can like i was on the tour or something you know yeah um yeah but um and then there's just points where like there was this overarching theme of the whole you know, the whole experience where it just kept going. It wasn't a voice in my head, but it was just like a f- sense in me that just kept come, coming back to balance. It just kept going, balance. Everything's balance. You just, everything's about balance. And it just kept coming back to it. Mm-hmm. All you need is balance. And it just kept 
like that's the real message I took away from it. Yeah. Hammers like, it in until you're like, all right, I get it. Yeah, mm. it was just really just kept popping up. Um, I found myself, <laughs> you know, it would seem insane some of the things that happened, but I was just sitting there, my thoughts were coming up and I noticed that there's this chatter in my head and the, you know, it's, I'm asking, you know, when you, when you think, when you think it's all a dialogue in your head, you ask a question and then you answer it, you're asking questions, answering it constantly. That's how you're working through things in your head. Um, and as I'm just doing this without even really real, like, you know, as we all do this mindless chatter, um, I'd just, it's like I'd take a step back or a part of me with the observer part would take a step back and witness that and just notice that I'm just, I'm just going along and answering these questions that, that are just being asked. And I'm just like, who the, who the fuck's even asking these questions? And I'm just answering them without like the questions getting asked. And I'm just answering, answering, answering as if like I need to. Yeah. And I was just uh, like all in my head and I'd just fucking start cracking up laughing Mm -hmm. going, just, it's all silent, you know, it's from the outside. Just yeah, look like yeah, it's all yeah. silent. And yeah, then I start, start pissing laughing. myself laughing going, who's asking? Who, who's, who, the, who the fuck's even asking? That's you know? true. That's a good yeah. question. Who is asking? Yeah, exactly. I was like, who is asking? I'm like, you know, what, you know, why am I even answering these questions? Why am I even engaging in this dialogue? It's like, who's yep. even asking this question for me to even bother answering? And um, yeah, I look back on that now and I think that's like, you know, who you are is like the observer just... When you get, when you meditate and you learn to just watch your thoughts, that's what it's like. It's like, you know, you're constantly engaged in this dialogue in your head, and it's like, yep. it's like uh, it's you know, you, sorry, to interrupt no, go you, for it. But exactly what, like, to your point, you know what I felt like I was at, at one one point in time during like a trip. I felt like I was the owner of this animal that I call my body. Mm. I was like. It, and it was like a burdensome thing too because I, I woke up thinking I had died. And then I was like, oh, why am I back here? Oh, this thing. And I mm. looked down at myself and I said, it was like POV. It was like weird. Yes. Putting my hands in front of me. I was like, oh, yeah. shit. Okay. And it looked like I was watching a movie. I was like, oh, um, I'm just, I'm not this thing. But, oh, yeah, this is sort of like my vehicle. And, it, and I'm just like stuck in this animal. Like and not animal as in like in a bad way, but just part of one of the species on of many, many animals on this planet. Like the, I, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm inhabited in this thing. Did you feel like it was weird? The things that your body had to do to. That's exactly right. Because so that's what happened. That's to me what later. happened to yeah. me. So, so I was like, oh, why am I back here? What the fuck does this body need now? Yeah. Yes. Uh, and then yeah. I was like, oh, it's full of water and I, I need to go pee. Yeah. But I didn't think of myself. And you think it's ridiculous. I didn't think of, yeah. Yeah. I didn't think of myself as needing to pee. Yes. I was like, this body needs to pee. Yes. And now I'm burdened (laughs) with its fucking existence. And I have to go now and do do this thing before it fucking starts crying. Like, it was that, it was like having a pet. It was like having a thing that that you love. You Mm. love it, but you're responsible for it and it's annoying. And you just, yeah. And it had its own thoughts. That, yes, that felt like me, but didn't at the same time. It's sort of like, oh yeah, it's the, the it's a, the byproduct of this stupid brain chemistry that that is within this body that makes it possible for me to inhabit it. Mm. But the byproduct of the more primal brain chemistry that's going it, on in there—it's your it's your right brain witnessing your left brain, whatever that is, yeah. man. But 
and I'm open. <laughs> I'm open to ideas. But whatever it was, I was like, oh, because I'm stuck in this body, I have to deal with its stupid thoughts. Yeah. That that arise just from like primal, um, instinctive, uh, just animalistic uh, thoughts, where it's like, oh yeah, um, need pee. Go, uh, <laughs> like dun, 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 dun. I'm just hearing like like I'm sitting in a really old shitty cockpit of a plane, and it's just doing shit. And I'm like, I need this thing to survive, but I fucking hate it right now. It's 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 just. You actually felt me. like you you hated it and it was annoying, or you just because I didn't feel hated like... it in a way that you love you love your pet so much, but then they shit on your couch, and then in that moment you hate them, but you still love them. See, I might, might, I, I understand the, the separation between the two things and like how the exact experience you're going through, I had the same thing, mm. except my view on it was uh, hysterical. I, thought, uh, yeah, I okay. thought it was fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe the first couple of times that this has happened to me in a smaller kind of way, I laughed for sure. Uh, I mean, but like at I, this point, I just got to the point where I'm like, oh, I, for, I completely forgot about the existence of this thing, the body. Mm, okay. I'm I don't like, think fuck. I've ever gotten to that point. I'm this like, sounds fuck. like something com- like it was it really doesn't. yeah. S- s- mm. It was. I just got to the point where it's just been so long since I've actually been in a body uh. that mm. when well, I came back to since it, you've, since you've acknowledged that you're in a body, yeah, I, I, well, not just acknowledged but noticed. Yeah, you know. So I was so so far into whatever it is that when I came back, well, it's just usually you're so far, you're so. Being your body, you're so into exactly to that thing that oh. now you've actually taken a step back and you're witnessing it from what would be yeah, and it's just been too long. It's been too long. Usually, it's shorter periods of time, and I'll just pop in and out and go, "Oh, that's funny as fuck," and then I start, I'll probably start laughing at that point. Yeah. But the most recent one was just like, "Oh, because a big dosage, sake. right?" It, yeah, it was like, actually, "Oh, fuck's sake!" It, this thing exists. I completely forgot about it. It's been ages, and I'm kind of, I was kind of like disappointed. Not disappointing. It was, I was kind of uh, annoyed. I was just like, ah, oh, yeah, this thing. Mm. At, at what point in your trips do you do you get this? Um, probably three quarters of the way. I I would just say it was, for me, it was probably like two hours in. Okay. Because I'm trying. As to in after it kicked in, so like yeah. not in the first forty minutes that yeah, it was yeah. upcoming, but two hours after that. So it took I forty think, minutes. I think the only time Fast that I can think of. Where I've gotten close to that, mm-hmm. although it was like sort of towards the end, um, which was when I had the four and a half at your house oh, the yeah. first time. Oh, that would have been no, no. Be- before before you go, oh shit! The first time, yeah. But four and a <laughs> half grams hit her like two, and and by the sounds of it, two grams hit you like three and a half, man. Mm. Yeah, it was good. I'm telling you that everything you're saying, there's no such thing as open eye visuals in at two grams. Oh well, man, it was fucking there. Yeah. No, yes, there is. There isn't. Not at there two grams. There has to be because when we, I had two when, grams. We, when we did two and a half, there at, was no. No, I'm saying a typical two gram dosage oh, because okay. it's very hard to uh, to consider how how potent the actual powder yeah, is right. versus how oh. potent the mixture was well, versus yeah. how your metabolism is going to process it and how much psilocybin yeah. is going to end up in your brain. Hopefully, yeah. when I do the five, it hits me like seven. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I think hopefully what, the I five think doesn't hit you. You like being three. you being healthy, mm. you being uh, fasted. Mm. That's another big one. Yeah. You being just a general like uh, probably my interest in the whole type of. Yeah, yeah, but also I think um, 
it may not be interest. I'm saying in terms of the dosage, how much actually got to your brain. Mm. Um, I think your circulation would have helped just mm. being he- healthy and fit mm. and your fast metabolism. Mm. Because that fast metabolism not just means fast, it means efficient. Yeah. Okay. So you would have actually processed more of it into your liver, converting it and then straight to the brain. But w- the reason I'm saying you don't have this at two grams, I'm saying... The dose yeah, that the someone typical. gets into their brain at taking two grams of the powder. The average person usually, at two grams. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's usually quite light. Yeah. Um, closed eye visuals and no open eye visuals and just, yeah, nothing the, nothing too intense. There's only the open eye visuals like that with the serpent thing. for. Yeah. Uh, That's enough, yeah. For the first. It doesn't have to be for the f- full thing. Yeah, it's for the first like hour. Oh, and, then, and then my cat looked angelic. Like, she, like that, yeah, angelic. I, she looked like... A galaxy, you know, it's fucking nice. Um, yeah, for yeah. the for for most of the time, um, for like at least a couple of hours, for first but three yes, hours. But yeah, sorry, I I I I completely took you. Wait, off, can I just finish saying what I was saying? Oh yeah, yeah, what were you saying? Sorry, sorry. Yeah, um, we're terrible at this. <laughs> I was about um, to get back to it. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if it's the same, but I remember when I did do the four and a half at your house, mm-hmm. we. <laughs> I don't know why we did this, but <laughs> we sat down for dinner with his mom. <laughs> <laughs> what? And I remember I was giggling a lot and I was I was finding it hard to like hold in my laughter. But the reason that I was giggling was because I was like, why are we doing this? Yeah. Like that was my main yes. thought yeah. process. That'd and be I, the same I thing. found the situation weird and like that it was the fact that it was necessary. Yeah, it seemed unnecessary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's exactly what I was about. Yeah, so it what must be similar. Unnecessary. Just what we were doing as humans. So the part of you that was uh, witnessing it thought it was so the word that comes yeah. to my head constantly was absurd. I just was Yeah. So the whole Yeah, I just yeah. kept going. Which in turn was making me laugh at yes. what we were doing. Yeah. yeah, you you find it so bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. So that it's, must be where I It's hit completely that. unimportant to that part of the psyche that's um that's now sort of been let loose and is actually witnessing these things it's just yeah. like i don't need this stuff it's like this it's like yeah. this is so peculiar you know um the other half of it though was that i was i, I was also very unsure if Alice's mum knew that i had taken anything I, yeah that so i was like yeah so <laughs> you you want the person like you sort of like and uh, my mum was cool with it but she just wasn't comfortable telling yeah her. Mm-hmm. well she was she was like oh there's no need and i was like yeah that's, that's probably no need it's yeah. cool it's whatever but then she came in during her trip my mom came in and went um oh yeah uh oh no no sorry she called me and goes um we have to sign this thing and you have to sign it with me and you need to come right now and sign it because we got to get it done today and i'm like uh. And this this was like my first ever trip and he was sitting for me. Oh, yeah. So he had to tell me that yeah. he was leaving. So he left me in the house by myself for an hour. Oh, you yep. had to go somewhere. I had to yeah, go you had somewhere, to leave. Yep. And I just had a conversation with myself the whole time. I almost didn't know that he was gone. <laughs> yeah, I, I just said to myself, she's going to be okay. Yeah. I probably shouldn't have left her, but I'm like, I believe in her. She's going to yeah. be all right. But yeah. I was like She's out, already passed. I was like out loud asking myself questions and yeah. responding. What was the loop? 
Can you tell us the oh, loop? I got stuck in like a time loop as well, <laughs> yeah. which was really weird. So I was like, um, because I, I knew what time it was when I first took it. And then I was lying on Alice's bed and he had like this digital clock <laughs> on his bedside table. And I looked at the time <laughs> and it was like two. And, but it felt like it had been like 10 minutes. So I was looking at the clock and going, no, really? And then I'd suddenly just realize that I was tripping. I would be like, whoa. <laughs> and then I would go, no, really? <laughs> whoa. Like, and I just looped that for, I don't know how long over I looped it and for. Over like and four hours, is like, Ours is like, I've never seen anybody do that. I've never seen it. I've never seen someone stop actually it. get in that. You know, but you know what I think it is? Um, and it's not a bad thing necessarily, but like she was obsessed with time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You I know, am. in the trip, she yeah. was just obsessed with time. But she probably was just like perplexed by it. But oh, I, yeah. but like as like a, like a normal everyday human, I'm also obsessed with time. Oh. Mm. So. It's like her thing. Yeah. So. In what way are you obsessed with it? What's, like, what do you find? I'm, I'm someone who like doesn't like, I don't like to be late. Okay. Like everything You're has punctual. to, yeah, as in everything, but it comes down to like the smallest of things as well. So like everything has to be done on time, mm. if that makes sense. I'm a very like. OCD? Not OCD. It's, I don't I'm, think I'm it's just, OCD I'm necessarily, very, but I'm there are OCD time, traits. Time orientated to my schedule throughout the day. Mm -hmm. It's like, str it's like stress driven, yeah. but it's yeah. not to an OCD level. It's like you set, you set things by time, I'm going to do this by this time, this by yeah. this time. This like by I time. set unnecessary alarms, oh. all that sort of stuff. True. No, she worries about running out of time. So it's like yeah. she'll she'll set an alarm even though she doesn't need to wake up at that time. Yeah. She'll, but she'll... it's just because I don't want to have too little time. Mm. Yeah. You have as much time as you're going to have. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's it's, true. It's exactly. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's all about perspective, really. Yeah. But in the moment, I think, like, I understand the thought. I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. I understand yeah. the thought because in the moment, it's like, well, if I'm late, then I'll be <laughs> mad at myself. I'll people will be mad at me, and I'll be regretful. Let's just avoid. But it. I, I didn't realize that I was like this until I met Aus because Aus is super, or. Everyone, every, you're notorious for being late. Yeah, I run in. Your, I run in like halfway through warm-ups. Yeah, so <laughs> having someone so relaxed about it made yeah. me realize how not relaxed I am about it. Mm. But I didn't realize this before. White mm. belt ability, but purple belt punctuality. And then I <laughs> think I think it could also stem from what I do for work. Yeah, is very time orientated. Well, maybe you are in. Maybe you like gravitated towards something that was time orientated because you already liked that. Oh, maybe, yeah. Yeah. Maybe you found yourself in a in a job that just was like more suited to your personality like yeah, that. Maybe. Mm. Mm. Potentially. Mm. But yeah, that time loop was hilarious because it would be cuz you, you're selling it short. You're trying to you're trying to be like, you know, all like <laughs> you're trying to make it seem less less fantastical as it as it was because yeah. how it was was me sitting next to her and she would just look over to the watch or the clock sorry and be like no really no 
whoa and they just like <laughs> screaming like whoa and then and then i'm like i'm trying not to scream into the microphone and and then she'd go no like back right back to it and i'm like what and she's like really i wouldn't even tell you what i was no 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 because you didn't even know yeah you were just looking at it and you couldn't even make the thoughts out yeah and i was just like no and i'm like what and you're like really I'm like, i didn't say anything. you're just like thank yeah. god i'm not tripping too yeah well, yeah, because I know what it's like, but at yeah. the same time, I, I'm not psychic. Yeah. So I can't see what you're thinking about. So I don't think you're crazy. Mm. I don't freak out at of all. Course. Yeah. However, I, I just feel confused because yeah. I'm like, I want to be, I want to have like a monitor into your experience and see what's I going guess on. You, you know, when it, like when she comes out of it and she can. Yeah. Yeah. It. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I, I just, I want to fast forward to the end of yeah. this so I can understand what the fuck she's seeing. I'm glad you had a good experience with your cat though because like obviously like when we we did um, a trip with two friends here and we had two and a half I think. That was weird. And (laughs) I felt felt so bad at the end because at one point, I think maybe it was like an hour in or something, I didn't want Nala in the room and she looked like a wolf that could potentially – turn into a werewolf mm. and she had three heads oh. and I was like, no, 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 <laughs> get her out. Alice, you have to get her out of here. I can't do it. I was like, oh, and I looked so innocent in the moment I, I was, to me. Oh, well, I mean, I, I wasn't, I, I didn't have any, it, she so I was like just she was, a sober guy. She looked uh. like she was shape shifting. That's probably the best. Yeah. And I just was, I grabbed her and I'm like, come on, Nala, you got to go this way. And she just looked at me with like puppy eyes. Like oh. what, what, where are we going? And I'm like away. <laughs> Apparently, the 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 um from what I heard, it's something about cats. Cats on psychedelics compared to dogs, it's two very different things. Yeah. Um. That's why, like you know, the ancient Egyptians, you know, they like worshipped cats, and it's and they did like psychedelics. They had that mm. that whole thing. You know, a lot of these well, all ancient cultures, they would have been had their psychedelics and interesting whatnot. and um. Yeah, cats are like divine to them, yeah. you know, and yeah. it's so it's a different. I feel like it would be a different experience. Well, a, with a cat. A, apparently, so I've got a friend who does a lot of psychedelics and is very into that whole. Who's your friend? Like, you don't have to say his name, but I, I don't. How do you how do you know him? Uh, through friends. I'm just quickly gonna go <laughs> trying to think how I met him. Oh, you didn't, you didn't, you've never mentioned this guy. No, yo, so he's he grows cactus and yep. it's done, oh. he's done everything he's done every psychedelic you can think of he's done it really and um he's done like mescaline so he grows mescaline he wants he's he's gonna get me he, he grows mescaline oh yeah that's he the, wants that's me the to cactus yeah. Right. um yeah so he's done lots of dmt he's done detura wow yes why yeah he said he's just like man it's the most fucked thing you can ever do has um, he done salvia yeah salvia is not as Intense. Because Salvi is intense, but it doesn't last very long. Yeah, yeah. And it just makes you laugh hysterically. Yeah. Hey, can you take her out? Because there, there's wires. No. No. Sorry, uh, um, Ali. Just let in the dog. <laughs> um. Yeah, but he was saying that he said when your cat, like I mentioned this to you, but this is what he said. He said cats, he's like when you're tripping, he's like your cat will, will know that something's mm. up. It will be. It will have a different sense, uh, and it's kind of um, is into it. You know, it's like you're more. Yeah. But I don't know with dogs. Uh, maybe it's 
I, I look at dogs and I think the energy is kind of different to like a cat. Yeah. I feel like, but me personally, man, I don't think I'd have the same with even with my dogs that I had. I wouldn't have the same experience if I had my dogs there. Like you don't, you don't think it's as like emotionally. I think I'd bonding. I, no, I think I'd see. I just wouldn't want to. I would be like, I wouldn't want to cuddle them and stuff i'd see oh, them there okay. yeah, but i'd be yeah. like just stay over there like yeah, yeah, yeah whereas with my cat i was like it felt i was amazed by her and i think i'd equally be amazed by my dog existing but i look at my dog as more of a i think i'd look at it as more of a it's like um i don't know a, some sort of guard or something you yeah know? yeah it's not it's not something I interact with. It's something yeah. that's just there. Don't and bother kind of, them. They're on shift. Yeah. It's almost like yeah. you, you there and I'm here. I don't know. I just don't feel like I'd get that same. Yeah. I'm on my trip and you're just existing there. You know, I don't know. But that that could be just a personal thing. I, I, I don't think I would interact with my... You know what it is? Maybe a dog feels like work to me. Oh, okay. How so? Because they're needy. Mm. You know? Um my cat can be pretty needy too, but you know, I feel like uh, dogs are very like uh, like cats are quite like feminine, you know. Yep. They don't. They got like a feminine personality. Yep. They come to you when they're ready, you know. Yeah. And and you just sit and let them do their thing. Yeah. Dogs are always fucking wanting to be around you. Well, they're ready if you're. So if if you put off the vibe that you don't want to be disturbed, they'll generally leave you alone. But then the minute you start looking at them with that look that they know means you're keen to like play yeah. or yeah. you're keen to just interact. They're like, they're like, what are we doing? Something's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, they, and they're just so obsessed with like wanting to please you yeah. and, and make you feel like you're, you're proud of them. Mm. And maybe not to a the, complexity that, level of a human, but... They're more, like a guy. That's yeah. what guys are like. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, I guess so. That's, I, the I do- mean, dogs... I mean, it, 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 that is a feminine thing too. No, as in do- men, men want to want their woman to to yeah. basically be proud of them and always so yeah, yeah, whatever so, that's yeah. what that's how we uh that's that's what uh what's the word that's what men need and then mm-hmm. you know women just need them to like what's acknowledge them when they're ready <laughs> well it's just kind of like uh men are constantly like doing things and yep. whatever we do it's like we're just looking, we'll look back at the ones and be like, is this right? Like, you know? Yeah, this, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, do you approve? And if they don't approve, then we're like, oh. You rethink try, what you're doing. Yeah, try something different. Yep. And all we live to do is actually for their for their approval. It doesn't mean that what yep. we're doing is we're shifting what we do to, we're shifting the way we are, but we're like, we be ourselves and if it meshes with that person. Yeah. And they yeah. they are like what we're doing. Well, that's then. that's what finding someone is, I guess. It's sort of like uh, doing your thing and hoping that you stumble upon someone that that's exactly the series of like actions yeah, that or at least cause a them. majority of yeah, them. majority yeah. at least yeah, at least a majority of that the things you're doing naturally by being yourself mm. is what tells them that 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 is something to be proud of. Yeah. Or like acknowledged or whatever, like whatever the feeling is. Mm. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I've never thought about it like that, actually. Yeah. But yeah. A- every action you do, including the ones you would do if you were being just yourself, are in some form of a way a programming that you're putting out outside of your own consciousness and sort of trying to reach out, yeah. whether it's a friendship or a 
relationship mm. or like a romantic one or the, whether you're at work, I guess people mesh together. Mm. It's like, it, it, it's, it's sort of like the proof is when, when someone's an absolute cunt, but they have a mate and you're like, well, even that guy yeah. found someone else to be like, I want to be friends with you. And that sometimes, and that person, the people who like, when you're just like yourself, there'll be someone that, that like gravitates towards, oh, but you're just real. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you're real. And, it, and that but makes sense. It's a person it, that if you see yeah. the realness in somebody, you know, I might, might have, like, I might be friends with, I might see someone and I might not see the realness in someone because like, I see just all I see is the fakeness. Mm. So I don't like that person. Whereas the person that's friends with them sees some, but sees the realness deep, deep, yeah, deeper yeah, down yeah. and goes, oh yeah, but you, you don't know him like I do, man. There's a, you know. Yeah. <laughs> a, yeah no, he's all right. And I've got friends that are like that he's too. Right, but I, he just but stabs you with, once or twice and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I put up with some people for eight, for years, but I've known them for so long that it's like, yeah, but I know them, you know, it's yeah. like, you know them at their core. That's right. Yeah. When they try and bullshit you, you're like the fuck out of here. Yeah. Or they don't try and bullshit you. No, no, but you yeah. know what I mean? Like when, when you haven't seen them in a while and yeah. they do something that they've learned from someone else. Oh yeah. And then it, that's just me. I'm that guy. What do you mean? <laughs> that's you. You yeah. start committing. They're all normal. I'm the one that's, no, nah, I'm not really yeah, that yeah. bad. But yeah. Uh, but um, friends like that. Yeah. And you, and you see them and, and they do something that you know they've learned in the time that you haven't seen them. Yeah. And, but you know what the like deeper you used to rip your bongs like that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> you know, the deeper truth, you know, and you, and you just you used to smoke crack them. pipes. Yeah, no, yeah, no. exactly. And you're like, what the fuck? Why are you guys changing on me and shit? Yeah. We had a great night planned. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, um, it's interesting how you, yeah, to think of it like that. That's, uh, it's weird. It's weird and it's good. It's reassuring. Mm. Because it tells you that there's some form of like natural system, not a designed system, but it just so happens to form a system. So the system. way we've evolved. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's sort of like be yourself because you will find someone that's going to appreciate you for that and not in the cliche, weird like way that people generally say it. Like it's one of those things that people say, but I don't know if they truly have dissected it properly no, in what it means. Think, they don't have to think about it. It just happens. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but I'm saying when people go, oh, you know, you'll you'll find someone. Like, I don't know if when they say that, they're really going that deep into a level of like, oh, you'll find someone because it's just yeah. mathematically probable. Mm. Like, it's just how the system works. Yeah. You have so many people If you're around. out there. Yeah, if you're out there. But even if you're not, over time, as long as you're not an absolute hermit, it will happen. That's what I mean. You've got to be out there with... You know, yeah, interacting. You can't in some be. Way. You can't be isolated. But no, yeah, if no. you in, if you interact, yeah. you'll you'll come across someone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. just. Well, we're we're like hardwired to be looking for it. Even when we're not looking for it. It's like that's gonna. Oh, if you're, if you're, attra if you're attracted, you're attracted. Well, it's a it's a weird switch that goes off once you actually do find someone, and the switch go like it, it it goes away, and then you're not really looking for it anymore and your behavior changes and people start gravitating towards yeah, because that. Your, your behavior is now you are who you are. You're not being anyone. Yeah, and you've some, got yeah. something where they feel like, oh, they've already like... An individuality. Yeah, they're like, they're, they don't look like they're looking for anything. Mm. If anything, they're trying to sort of just they're blend just into living. the background. They're just living. They're just sort of like minding their own business now and it's a, it's a, it's a quality that I think people gravitate towards. I, I, I certainly gravitated towards it well, back, back in the day. I think it's that you're you're looking to 
like what people are gravitating towards is like it's like you, you say not looking for anything but it's like when you're looking for something it's like that changes like you're not on your purpose anymore so you mm. if you're looking for something and then you're not on your purpose then you're not being the fuck is you, your purpose your purpose would be like if you if you were to go okay forget about everyone else i'm just going to do what i want to do okay yeah, yeah right then and you say forget about everyone else then just doing what you want to do you'll achieve you'll do the things that are of interest to you you'll be your own individual unique person sometimes people's purpose like their whole purpose in that moment is to find someone like yeah but you're they but become you're, so focused on that that's, that's it. their purpose that's it so yeah but is it i mean then then it's you're not fo- no. then you're fo- because if if the I, the way to find somebody and the right person is to just let that person find you do you know what i mean and mm. i mean not because they're out looking for you but just like <laughs> But you just I was you, you just find each other. Whereas I'm a bit lost in this conversation. Are we talking about friends? Are you talking about it's uh, uh, finding the person you're supposed to be with? Significant other. Yeah, okay. a significant person. Mm. You know, like try- perfect partner. Oh god. Um, <laughs> and you know, like trying to find that person and how you find the person without looking. Oh, when right. you stop looking, that's yep, when yep. you actually find them because you yep. were you were on your own purpose yeah. like they're trajectory gonna, they're gonna see that and they're yeah. gonna be like that's that's what's attractive in somebody right. is mm. someone that's not looking someone that's just like doing their thing and you go oh because that is part of their character that's part of who they are they're they're that person doing that thing or mm. after that thing and even if you don't know what, what that is but you can see that they're like that they're not just out looking for oh what what like if you're looking for something it's kind of like you're lost you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas when you're on your purpose and you're doing something, they're like, oh, your lost person might look at that and go, oh, where's that person? That person knows where they're going. I'm going to go with that person. Look at them. They're doing yeah, something. Yeah, someone who's walking faster must know Yeah, as opposed way to, to go. the person that's just bumbling around and they kind of go, yeah, you know, I, I only just sort of know where I'm going. I'm not going to go with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You look like you're just as lost. Yeah. 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 So. I feel like it's probably harder to find as well if you're actively searching. Yeah, you, you probably turn a blind eye to a lot of things. Yeah, because mm. you you because you because you, you, you like going, and, you're going from you try like, and predict who it's yeah, going to be. You're going against like almost like a criteria. That's right. Yeah. And yeah. if a person doesn't meet something in the criteria, you kind of brush them away. Whereas if you're not searching, then you have no criteria, and you kind of just you probably still have a criteria. You just um, well, yeah, but not yeah. There's still there's still be a criteria. I mean that. Not that in the way that you w- would have planned it. Yeah. You're not like, okay, I'm going to go out and today's the day I meet my well, you're perfect not w- person. Yeah, you're not walking up to each person going, hey, uh, you're she attract- has to be the right what brunette. Yeah. She has to be this high. I'd want to, like, you start picturing what they would look like and mm. then you try and match the people up the, that you the see. The MILF that I saw in the. Uh, yeah. In the grocery store, yeah, two days ago. She's good. With the kids. She's, she's always and there. Cute kid, too. Always she, there. That's who I'm looking for. <laughs> A milf. If you're out there. Now, just this particular milf, I was like, fuck. This particular I one. I was like, she, yeah, yeah. Brunette. I know exactly who he's talking she's about. Fit as fuck. I've seen she had, that. A, she had a kid with her, one. and I was like, and you got a cute kid, you know? Good genes. Yeah, I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and she's already had the kid. She's going yeah. she's not I didn't, hassle she, I didn't see if she had a, a ring or anything. But, yeah. But, I, but I'm, I'm, got, she's, she's not I'm having give time you off shit. women. She's so already had couldn't say anything. Otherwise, I would have asked her. You're having time off women. Yeah, yeah. What's that? He's gay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm I'm trying he's it trying he's he's trying it's called um like gay for a month. Have you heard of it? No. Gay, I'm doing gay for nine months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gay <laughs> Nine months. Yeah, I'm doing until I'm 
going until June, no no girls. He originally oh. started Gaytober, but he decided to continue for okay. nine months. Yeah. 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 And be reborn. So what what's the purpose for this? Not really the gay part. I'm just <laughs> Oh, okay, sure. No, no. Yeah. I'm just because uh, 'cause I've lived <laughs> I've lived my whole life. I, after this last girl I dated, relationships have always been a bit fucked for me. Yeah. Um kind of girls I am attracted to or whatever. It's Maybe it's not just the girls. It's like what I bring into the relationship based off of my shit. Because, you know. Anyway. um, And I just realized that like I spent my whole life chasing girls. Okay. And every time I find, every time I get on my purpose and I spend, and it only takes about three months of me doing exactly what I feel I want to do to f- feel good. Mm. Then I'm, I meet someone. Um, and I meet them because, you know, I'll ask them. I'll just be like, oh. I like that girl, I'll ask her out and then we'll go out and then I fall into some form of a relationship with them. And How do and you approach them? I'm, I, I was curious about that. I uh, forgot to ask. Well, it just depends on the situation. But if I'm engaging, I just go ask What's your out. game? Just ask them. Well, Straight up, no that's game. your game. I'll just be like, I'll be like, um, oh, just I, overwhelm I, them with confidence. Can I, can I grab your number? We'll go, go yeah, for a drink yeah, sometime. Yeah. Um, do you want to go for a drink with me sometime? Yep. And then if they say, yeah, then I was like, give us your number. And then yep. hypnosis. I like it. If they <laughs> say yes to gra- if they say yes to that, then it's in the bag. Because yep. it's like Yeah. I've only had one Because I'm a great person. No, because well, when you when you, <laughs> when, you approach, when you approach a girl with confidence like cat. that, you've yeah. you've already given them the the thing that they want. They're like, oh, he's a confident person. So it doesn't matter how you come across in the messages now or anything like that. Yeah. They're, they're gonna they're, have they're a tone. just like they're like, oh, they're going to be reading it with the same tone. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's true. That's so, um, it's a setup. Mm. Mm. Nice. I like it. And it's just, it's so much more effective than, you know, online dating and shit like that. Some people have online dating game, but I'm not like a. That's a whole I'm, different I'm game. I'm not going to like, I've, you know, I've gone into that before and then, you know, built your, you found out what works and, you know, built that whole pretending. You have to, you have to really try and pretend to be some, somewhere and you're not. It's like, it's just not me. Do you but, think it's possible to not? To actually completely be yourself, or just well, it wouldn't it de- work. It depends, because I mean, like, what is your like, what is yourself? I mean, how do how do you approach someone? Like, if I was to approach some girl that I, some random, like, usually I'm already engaged in conversation with them for some reason. Mm. If I was to just approach a random, like, if that was that, uh, like, I'd probably just be like, fuck. You're stunning, you know? I'd just be like... You're I'm stunning. 24 and lonely. I'd just be like... you just say what, what caught your eye about them, you know what I mean? If I just was like, fuck, she's hot ass. I'd just go up to her and be like, you're fucking smoking. See, I'd that? Like, that's wanna... smooth. In my case, if I just let whatever was going on go, I'd be like... Well, look, the, the, first, the first thing I thought was, uh, you got to be careful because sometimes... Because I was like... I was like, oh, and she's got a cute kid, but you got to go in there and be like, hey, your kid's really cute. <laughs> hey, your oh, kid's yeah. really cute. <laughs> that's you want, just can't, really creepy. Hey, can't can go you ask that him? One. Yeah, can you ask him if he wants to hang out? Yeah, be like, hey, you just might have just talked to mommy for a second. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we'll hang out later. <laughs> I'm dad. Bring your, <laughs> bring your kid. <laughs> but uh, no, it's anyway. Do you want but a bottle yeah, of so milk? A little shit? So your pickup I, line could be telling the child that you're his biological dad. 
Yeah. Wow. I'll just try and snatch him and run. And then wow. be like, and then when she get when she chased me down, I'll be like, well, how else was I meant to get your attention? Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. You'll never forget me. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 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 I'll just go up to her and be like, hey, I'll be Jokes like, on hey, you. I just want to know, like, I don't think you're ever gonna forget me. And she'll be like, oh, why is that? And you just fucking take the kid off. And they'll be like, so how about that date? Uh, so what, um, oh, like, uh, in terms of physically speaking, what is the type of girl that you normally go for? Short brunette tanned would be like my ideal. Short brunette tanned. Would be like my ideal. Do you like a fake tan or do you like like a, like for the a, a race real, to be A tanned? real tan. No, the, the race doesn't have to be tanned, but like I, I'm not, I'm. Do they have so to be so. European? No, just got to be hot. No, 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 I don't really know. Like I've uh, got to be hot. I, I've, like I don't, I've only dated a few girls like that, um, you know, because I don't turn down every, I don't, you know, if I'm attracted to someone, I'm attracted to them. But I've got like a, an ideal in my mind. The girls I've dated have been so fucking vastly different in terms of their looks. But they're, How so? well, my ex-wife's like blonde, blue eyes and completely tattered. And the last girl I dated was brunette and a bit more tanned and no tats and stupid as fuck. Nah, Whoa. <laughs> nah, nah she's, all right. she's a bit dumb though. Um, uh, and then, but you like that. Like there's, no, there's I, a part of you that chases that, isn't the, there? Yeah, the, it wasn't. I think there's other things that I'm after. It's not their intellect that I'm like, I would prefer them to be smart, but there's the type of what I'm attracted. You prioritize just, it differently. It's just, other yeah, things. the other things, well, what's the attraction between us isn't between, it's like I'm being, when I meet these girls, I'm being it's someone like I'm not. It's like two minds, man. They're I'm, just like. Oh, I'm being someone I'm not. I'm like, this is what I mean by taking a break is because I, I'm being, I'm being who I think a girl wants me to be, to be attractive. Yep. To be attracted to me. Right. Which, which is, which is all in my own head because like what I think a girl wants to be attractive is my my version of what I think mm -hmm. is attractive. Yep. So this is where, because I've never had an extended period of time where I've gone, I'm not pursuing girls. And what kind of girl, in your opinion, is the type to go for what you think yeah. a girl wants? The, the, kind, the kind, yeah. Well, like the, what, what kind of girl would that be for like, or have you found to be? Does that make sense? Well, basically my, well, when I'm doing that, I'm basically being very shallow. Yeah. So but you're so acting a certain way. Yeah. So I'm attracting. And you're attracting a certain thing. But it's not just. What do I, they end up being like? Those people that, that, that are attracted to what you're end up putting being, out. They end up being like the person that I'm putting out to be. Just a shallow. But the thing is, I don't believe. So they that, end up being shallow. But I don't believe that they're actually like that. I think that like I'm setting the tone for that. And then mm. that's what, and then that's what they've. Decide wherever that's what they think they have to be. That's what they, I think that that's just what we go into the relationship like. And then when I start to de change who I am and try and be like, you know, I go sink into myself because I actually like this person. I'm in this like identity crisis of kind of going, oh fuck, they liked me like this. Mm. But that was just an act. I'm actually like this. <laughs> and then when I start to try and change that, I think if there was a smooth transition, it would be... And you're talking about an extreme version of this, not not well, just a normal well, one where like you're, I, you're just a little bit more polite when, when I, at the start. Well, the thing was when I, when I was with my ex-wife, it was like when I met her, I was like that. But because I wasn't really like 
I didn't have this like attachment to her. The transition to like a sort of more normal side was really, it worked fine. Mm. <clears throat> and the relationship lasted four years. But in these other situations where I become like attached and I really have this, uh, my attachment brings out, it's because it becomes way too fucking complicated. Because then you're talking about attachment styles, you're talking about me being anxious or me being avoidant. Them being anxious. That was really then, interesting when you then, explained that to me. And Can then, you then, explain that to Ali? Like, I, I just, I'll, uh, I'll, I want it to be here, you, but I wait, also but before hear it. B- before that happens, which I do want to hear, I'm having some microphone um, issues. Oh, it's slowly getting lower and yeah, lower. Yeah, so uh, do you wanna, I'll help you out. Can you turn it? Just turn my thing off so it doesn't make bumpy sounds. Why? I'll I'll t- I'll fix it. Okay. I start explaining the anxious avoidant yeah, while we're going. So, so there's different. Uh, there's a book called Attached, and it talks about different attachment styles. Now, I don't completely agree w- with what the book says entirely, but there is definitely some truth to it. Uh, but basically, you have different, based off of how you were like I don't know different traumas in your life to do with how you were growing up and how you're. How you were attached to your parents or different situations, you will develop a different attachment style in a relationship. So your the three attachment styles it talks about: are anxious, avoidant, and secure. Yeah. And basically, and you can shift between any one of them, which is what I've realized. So when you're anxious, you're in the relationship. You've got this. Uh, Basically, like, how, how best to avoid it? Like, if I was anxious, I'd be constantly worried about um, what did I just say? Did I did what I say upset them or how are they going to take what I say? And you basically sort of like, you find it hard to sort of be yourself. You're just um, constantly fretting over pushing the person away. Yeah. Um, and then when you're avoidant, uh, and you're not always like that, like you can have it parts of you that are secure, but then when your attachment style gets activated, you become anxious and then you become almost needy and stuff if you're okay. anxious, right? Yeah. And you don't act, you have poor communication as well, which is what happens. It's all down to communication. Uh, and then when you're avoidant, you're the other way. So when your way of like expressing your, like when you go into your attachment style, you'll, you almost, it's been a while since I've been bothered thinking about this. Um, like put it this way, if, if the person's too needy or coming on too strong or whatever, you get avoidant and you actually like, you go into your attachment style, which becomes avoidant to actually like sort of run away. Oh, right? okay, yeah. And a lot of anxious people and avoidant people get together. But when both attachments, when an anxious person's attachment style, like each of their attachment styles actually trigger one another. So an anxious person becomes anxious and clings for the person. The avoidant person gets triggered by that and becomes avoidant and runs away. And that makes the anxious person even worse. Right. Yeah. And if avoidant person starts by becoming avoidant, then that makes the anxious person cling. And it just becomes this, like you'll just end up chasing the person. Right. But that can switch. So an anxious person can be avoidant and an avoidant person can be anxious. Like when I went into this relationship with the most recent girl I was with, I went in being secure, right? Yeah. Acting like a secure person can be with either because yeah. they don't care for the, the person being avoidant or whatever, they can just communicate with them and be like, hey, you've been like this I, and can work it out. But so I went into this relationship being secure or at least appearing secure. And this girl was 
anxious towards mm. me, yeah. right? Because uh, a secure person will could be displayed as kind of avoidant, but they're not actually running away. They're just like if you communicate with them, they're right there and they're happy to yeah. communicate. Um, but she was very anxious in the beginning. And then once I started to have my little, little identity crisis and actually start to witness avoidant, she was saying things that came across kind of like, like maybe questioned things. Then I started to, if I, as I started to be a little bit more anxious and it started to come out, she actually became like avoidant. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, and it's... How common is this, by the way? Is this really, like everyone? Every, is everyone uh, a little like bit like this? Like does everyone have an yeah, aspect? Ev- everyone, de- you, w- you would have an aspect like it. It's just like, but I view it as this. When you're avoidant, What's actually happening is that's like the avoidant people are not, if you're going to be avoidant in a relationship, just fuck off. Like it's not, you're not doing, you're not being in a relationship. You're actually being, you're like going to cheat. You're going to do things like that. So it's, it's basically just a terminology for someone that can't seem, isn't, uh, isn't taking any responsibility within the, within the relationship. Yeah, because they don't in, well, they, in their they, mind they're you. not in the relationship. Yeah, oh, it's you. You're the one having the problem yeah. here. But when when the the good thing about the shift is, it's when you're when you've been avoidant through all your relationships, then you get into some relationship where you finally end up turning, switching, and becoming an anxious person. Yeah. When the relationship ends, you leave the relationship completely anxious. So now you're now you can't you can't stop thinking about it. You can't suppress it because you're in the anxious state. So you're forced to figure it out or to try and figure it out. And when you're trying to figure it out, that's where the growth comes from. And then you might even start to go, oh, and then think about all the times you're avoidant because now you now you know how it feels and you actually start to uh, analyze your behavior in past relationships and how you made people feel. And then you, you, know, you grow from that. But if you're just forever, like, because I was always anxious and then with my ex-wife, I realized I was avoidant, but during that whole relationship, I was like, I would think I just, I wasn't really into it. Like, I, you know, I loved her as a friend, blah, blah, blah. But I didn't really think about the way I might've treated her psychologically Yeah. until afterwards. And then I came out and I ended up in another anxious avoidant relationship and then ended up ending it anxious. And then I started to think back on that relationship and go, oh, fuck, like reality check. This is how I was. Yeah this all this stuff and it made me analyze it but i'm 29 now so i've been through like an, all these relationships and put a lot of thought into these things yeah whereas you know i date a younger girl who i would date someone who's avoidant or ha- who has been anxious but then ends when the relationship ends it ends in avoidance yeah but on their part and i go oh maybe they will learn maybe they'll never learn mm-hmm. because they yeah what about someone who's like never been in a relationship like what if you got well, with they, someone who's never been in a relationship? well they could be the, if they're spending more and more time with themselves um, on their purpose, let's say, and are comfortable being alone, then they could find that they're building up security. So they're built. Okay. They're finding that they're finding themselves. So they're going to be able to go into a relationship a bit more comf- confident in who they are. Yeah. Um, because the whole anxious avoidant thing, it comes down to not being completely secure in your own personality. If you're completely yeah. secure in your own personality, and someone is playing some game with you or something like that, and you know what you want. You just it, you're just call it out and be like hey you you know i don't really like this this doesn't really drive with me or whatever and then if the person kicks up a fuss about it and is basically saying 
no, it's your fault. I'm not going to change whatever. I'm not going to willing to have dialogue and comp and come to some sort of compromise. Then you just go, all right, plenty more fish in the sea. See you later. And it's not really a problem, but yeah. the, it's the, the anxious and avoidant are both insecure personality types. Um, they both come from insecurities. So, yeah. yeah. Mm, and I could, and, and I think if I was still in my wound a bit more and like, uh, was still, you know, go back a month or something where I was a bit more upset over what was, what was going on, I'd be more in, in the mind frame of like getting right deep into it and saying some shit that would make a bit more sense. But I've, I'm just kind of not in that place at the moment where yeah. I don't give a fuck, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But it's interesting. It is it super is. interesting. It is. You should read, there's a lot of good psychology. Like when you, when you go into spirituality a lot, but also read Carl Jung's psychology and then also read books about trauma and attachment styles and something and you realize that they all, Buddhism and they all come together and you can just learn so much about the mind. What well, can you recommend? Who, who, who has uh, captivated your... Carl Jung. Yep. Carl Jung. His, his work, man, has just... That started my whole journey to introspection. Is he still around? No, no. He died in like the early 60s or something. What got you into him? Um, I went through a breakup when I was 23 and I was very like constantly like calling everyone and talking, 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 talking and um, but all about and that's just me trying to figure things out clearly. Yeah. But um, how could they do this, they're this, that and and going over the same shit but like blaming them. It's not taking, not really thinking too much, not going completely into myself. And, um, and then I had one friend who was just listening to me and, and I was talking, talking to him. And I said, so, and he just didn't realize he's like, yeah, yeah. And I said, so like, what do you think? I said, it's just, you know, I'd never had to ask him like, what, like, what do you think? You know? Cause he just wasn't saying anything. I was like, and he just said, well, he's like, yeah, man, I think it's fucked. He's like, like, it doesn't really matter what I say. It's like, it's just what you think. Right. And I, and I was like. Wait, what? I was like, what? Yeah. And then, uh, so he just wasn't really like entertaining the, he was listening to me, mm -hmm. but he wasn't going into like my view on the whole thing. Um, what were you talking about? This girl, she just cheated on me. Oh, she's yeah. this, that, blah, blah. And, uh, it was like really affecting me. Whereas, you know, she cheated on me. I should just be like, fuck it. You know, does that not, do you like someone that cheats on you? No. All right. See you later. <laughs> you know, but obviously it was speaking something it's, what's it's a reflection of me what how i'm processing it yeah and then he said he mentioned some stuff about Carl Jung and archetypes and he said you know your shadow which is something you should look into it's just and these are like what's that um so your shadow is like all the parts of you that you suppress and all the parts of your identity that um you'd be in denial about that's mm. like in your in the shadow of your identity and Basically, you know, to be a, a a whole person, you need to integrate or confront your shadow and do shadow work to into to integrate it to be a full identity. Whereas, and that's how you go through your individuation process, which is how you become a whole person. Did you see that on the mushrooms? No. Did you go into that part? No, no, I didn't go into the shadow part. I don't think. I think that. Uh, is that because no. you didn't want to, or it just didn't happen? No, or? it just didn't didn't happen. I mean, I I do a lot of I could try and 
confront <coughs> my shadow anyway. Basically, like if you just question everything, if, if every situation you get into where like if you did something that upset me mm. or if there was something in you that I didn't like for in a relationship, for example, I go, I don't like that she's or I think that she's talking to other guys or something like that and that upsets me. It's like, why does that upset me? And it's like you go into that process and you question these things and then you might realize, oh, you know, there's a part of me that would do that kind of stuff. Mm. And that's the part that I really despise or that that's the part that I'm having trouble with. It's like I'm actually deflecting what I don't like about myself onto this person. And that, But mm. you're doing it subconsciously. You don't realize that that thing that you're deflecting or that thing that you hate in that person is what you hate in yourself and you're in denial about that. Some, that thing most that, of the time it is. And that is and that's sheer shadow. So that's something that when you mm. integrate that, then you you're not denying a part of your of who you are anymore, and that's how you grow and you become a more whole person. So generally, a good person. It's hard so, though because you, you think you you're a better person if you deny it. Yeah, well, well you don't. You, your ego doesn't want to deal with it because that's why you've been suppressing it. But if you if you find that you've got someone who's like a good person, let's say you know not a, doesn't kill people, blah 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 the opposite of Hitler, right? So they would say that your shadow is just the parts of you that you're suppressed. So everyone's like the same in the sense of as a whole person. But if you're like a good person, the parts of you that you're suppressing are your proclivity to for evil. The idea that you're in denial that you would think I could never kill someone. I could never kill a kid. I could never hit an animal. I could, I could never rape someone. I could never do all this stuff, mm -hmm. but um, I could never cheat on anyone. I could mm -hmm. all this stuff. And there, but there's, but you have to acknowledge that you could do those things. You just there's, wouldn't. You, no, you, you, you could and you, and you have to understand in what circumstances you might actually do that. Oh, yeah. So when you do yep. shadow work, you go into this part of you, you acknowledge that there's a part of you that could given, be, given the situation, could be completely evil. So that's yeah. why yeah, you take yeah. like Nazis and those who don't do enough work on it aren't aware of themselves and then you fall victim to it. So when that situation arises where... Uh, this is where a lot of PTSD comes from. You have soldiers and they'll be in the war and then they'll kill a, a kid or a, a woman or they'll witness someone else do it firsthand and then they have PTSD about it because they can't, they're having a crisis where they can't believe what they've seen. They can't believe that it could actually happen or that mm. they could witness it or that they could do that. They can't believe that, that they were capable of that. Now back in normal society, they're not doing it, but they can't believe that, they would ever have done something like that. Yeah. Whereas if they had, a, if they just accepted, yeah, I'm that evil, whatever, they could start to get over it or they might not have done it in the yeah. first place. Right. But they hadn't, but because they hadn't integrated it, they had no willpower against it. It was just a, they got sucked into it. And that's what happened with the Nazis. And that's what would happen with 90% of people. If you would sit here and say, Oh, I would never, I would never be a Nazi and I never would have killed the Jews like that. I never would have done anything like that. I never would have ended up shooting people in the street and blah, blah, blah. You'd probably be wrong because most people would have and given into that. And that's Jordan Peterson's thing too. Yeah, so he's, so Jordan Peterson learns from, he's, he's, uh, like, he's a studier of Carl Jung. Yeah, yeah, so, uh, okay. But anyway, so, and then it, on the he's flip saying side. That, he's saying that given the right circumstance that and in the same context, mm. it is very, very unlikely that you will be the quote-unquote hero yeah, the who savior. actually, not just a saviour, but the definition of hero to Jordan Peterson, uh, in at least in the lecture that I watched, he wasn't saying it as like, oh, that's a great person. A hero is simply someone who does the correct thing um, despite 
the yeah. general consensus. Yeah. Well, he, and and that's a very rare trait because we are social animals and we want to fit in. Well, it's because it's out of fear. So yeah, it's always a it's that. But if you confront that part of yourself before, you know, and become a whole person and know yourself, mm. you know, then there's it's the parts of you that you suppress mm-hmm. that the reason why the parts of so the parts of you that you suppress, they're like, when they come out, it's like they want to be dealt with, you know? Mm-hmm. And But if you take a really evil person, let's call it Hitler or whatever, his shadow would likely be all the good parts. Yeah. So he's suppressing all mm. the good characteristics. Yeah. And, and, and he was he was told to have had many. Yeah. Many, many to, to his family, to he's his just friends. A, he's a human, man. He's, a, he's, he's like a lovely dude that's like really... Uh, funny and charismatic and just like was super generous shit like that where you're like you almost don't want to hear that you don't want to mm. know that someone or that acknowledge bad the fact that he could have been that, that way yeah, yeah. Yes. That, and, that he and was you don't want to acknowledge that, that someone can be one way and another well, that's, this we don't like duality we don't like that kind of we, we want to put someone in a box and be like that's how, who they are and how they are and that's yeah, it but the part of us that wants to do that is the part of us that's needs to confront our shadow yeah so we don't want to we don't want to believe that we have a duality in us too exactly and that's what it all comes down to so the more you accept about yourself the more you just accept someone else for who they are so that's why a monk or something who fully has accepted themselves without and accepts it doesn't care what you do who you are they'll accept everyone's the same they're not going to favor the person that that's a good person over the person that's a bad person they favor neither they're they're just like you're all the same so and and the more you integrate that, the more secure you become. Then when you're in a relationship with someone or something like that, it's like, you know, you might not care if they cheat on you. You might not care if they do any of that stuff. You might go, oh, that's not for me because it's not what I'm looking for. Mm. But you're not going to get affected by it. And the part that it's going to hurt you because the part that hurts you is the part that's that's like uh, struggling to to come to grips with it. Mm. But when you come, come when you have come to grips with your own shadow and also your anima which would be like your soul so when you that's another archetype um when you the observer is that who you're talking about i don't know if the anima is the observer um it's like the atmos kind of anima would be like the feminine oh okay but the feminine feminine it's like every it's the like the, the divine soul. feminine. It's like the soul. Anyway, I've I've read a lot about it. It's like one of those things where. Do you believe that in essence we are feminine? By the way. Like I think at, I at think nature, nature is feminine because nature is like chaos. So that the, the when you talk about there's different ways you could say feminine and masculine in the sense of like chaos meaning what, ever changing and unpredictable and then order comes into and then the masculine makes order of the chaos so it takes what it takes what is there what is just the world which is uncontrollable yeah and it makes it not controllable but it makes it um it makes sense of it to the but to the person feminine to actually create yeah exactly exactly it needs the feminine is the creativity Mm. and the masculine like um just puts it in order and all that well it, it it interacts with it to make to make consciousness to make sense of it unconscious is feminine and consciousness comes in and makes sense of the yeah. makes sense uh, makes consciousness out of the unconscious why do you think those words are used 
especially right now. Why do you think that they didn't change the words to mean something a bit more think, direct? I think women are just in the the way that they interact with the world is just inherently more uh, fem- It's like chaotic. No, it's it just, is it's, it is more chaotic. It's it it's nonlinear. Yeah. Um, but it is uh, definitely necessary because um, you need both. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, you need both because yeah. that's what gives birth to the to more. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, no, you definitely need both because people like pe- like every time I go near such a subject, especially with women, most of the time, um, they're quick to think that you're attacking. The thing is, an insult, but it's not an yeah, insult. Yeah, it's it's absolutely not an insult. Why did you Why did you glance at me? <laughs> and if anything it's a, it's actually a it's a it's a thank you it's a, the question it's an is appreciation it's saying what? i need you to exist i need you to be the way you are for me to be the way i am but that's it. it's be there's no i don't see just be be like what you are at your like essence and fem, females are going to be like more feminine and have these these certain characteristics that men just don't that men don't inherently have and you can have as a woman you can have some you can learn to embody the male characteristics too, but don't deny what you what you are that is what is attractive to the man. Which yeah. just like what is attractive to even the if you're not interested in being attractive, just no, be sink into who you are. But I mean, that's what the man sees in a woman. Yeah. That like when this divide comes between the conversation where one gets shitty at the other, whatever, and a man's just saying, "This is this is how we see you," and a woman says, "Well, this is a woman might not say it, but what they see in you is they want." you know, you to be masculine too, right? And it's when you're kind of identity, when you try too hard to be the other, the thing that you're mm. actually not, as in try to be it, you can incorporate it. But when you try and be that over what you actually are, yeah, then the other side just goes, uh, yeah, they don't, you know, a guy call out a girl and be like, oh, you're kind of being, you know, why are you trying to be like us? Are you trying to uh, play a different game? Just like if a, a woman saw a guy as being very feminine and being quite, that stuff she might like it, but playing, in, playing female but in a sense of feeling like grounded and feeling like he can take her, like he feels secure and feels like someone that could uh, protect or be who they be what a woman's looking for in a man or even what a guy's looking for. In I himself. don't need any man to protect me. Thank it's, you, it, Johnny. It, that's what I mean. Well, I don't well, need well, it. All right. Well, is a guy, is I'm it, good. Exactly. As I am, take me as I am or watch me as I go. Okay. So, I mean, how many girls would want to be in a situation whereby they're on the street and um, they've got their guy there and some guy comes and attacks them or yeah. says something or starts yelling at the woman and the guy just kept, says nothing. And we it's, practiced and just, for that the just, other day. And just leaves it to the girl to be like, yeah. to completely stick up for herself and be like, oh, you, you wear the pants, you, you we, handle we, pr- we did practice for it's that like, the other day, Ali, didn't we? Practice? Yeah, yeah. Well, we ran through a... How a briefing. You, a yeah. scenario. We ran through like a scenario. We ran through a briefing. Like, you, it's good for you to be able to defend yourself and look after yourself. But how would you feel if you were in a situation where Ass was there too and you were stuck in this situation and he just went, no, no, you got it. <laughs> and this guy's... I'll be like, mate, I don't got it. Yeah, it's, exactly. <laughs> what if I'm like, I trained you well, go. <laughs> <laughs> and he's getting beaten up. He's like, he's like come on. He's like, he's like elbow Pass the escape. legs. Elbow Pass the legs. <laughs> so the scenario that we sort of like thought Pull up ahead. was... Was if if we were to be approached, um, like on the street by like an another guy, an angry guy, or like someone angry dad, yeah, or someone dad. someone drugged off the head or something like that, mm. um, 
and Al said to me, what would you do? Would you, um, would you stay by my side or would you run? And I think I first said I'd stand by you and then you said, no, I'd want you to run because... Um, you wouldn't want her to run. You'd just say, get behind me. And well, like he'd, would, he'd want me to... Run. No, 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 no. He'd want me. He'd, he'd want me. Run. He'd want me to like remove myself from the situation, yeah. whether or not it's like five hundred yeah. meters or a kilometer away, or whatever. Yeah. Um, be safe. But Let be, me handle but, it. But yeah, but yeah, like get away. I don't want to have to worry about her. There. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah. he doesn't have to worry about yeah. me. Yeah. That's one less. Because thing my, my on. biggest <laughs> run. My biggest fear. We, with getting approached by some <laughs> fucking so funny. I just got this image in my head of like some guy coming up and he's just being like and just like his, <laughs> his, his, his eyes widen and he just turns to you he's like run, run. and it's like and so it, unnecessary it's just, <laughs> do you know what I mean this and guy, the dude's like I was just giving out brochures yeah. bro. and, and the guy's like, like, like you tell me come back <laughs> come back bear. Oh, no, like my, my biggest fear of getting approached <laughs> by some fucking psycho, and especially if there's like two or three or whatever, my biggest fear is not being alone. If I'm alone, I'm less, I'm obviously more, uh, I'm obviously scared of it as well. But you like, don't have to protect, so you don't have to. But yeah, like if I'm, if I'm alone, I'm less, I'm way less scared. Well, I think I would be less scared than if I had her with me mm. because I'm like, well, now if I get the chance and I can bolt and I, I can't, I'm not like a sprinter, but I can run yeah. for a decent amount of if time. If you got to run, you can just run for yourself. You I, don't yeah, exactly. I'm, yeah. I'm like, I'm pretty confident. You don't feel I'll responsible be, for anyone else. Yeah, yeah. There's none of that. Like me tripping. And then I say, oh, go on without me. Yeah. It's <laughs> too late for me. It's too late for me. It's, <laughs> it's just, it's just the position you're in. It's as, like, as your head gets bashed in by when a guy, when oh, a God. guy goes to, <laughs> when a guy goes <laughs> to war, he stomped. doesn't bring his wife with him. You don't see all the guys on the battlefield going, yeah, you just bring your wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah. having yeah. a picnic. Yeah, it's like bring them. You know, the experience, you're probably going to have to look You need women to make the salad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, did you guys have your salad and did you make it oh, different? Yes, Fuck yeah. Did. did you make it different? Did you make two different salads? No, no actually, no. Because no. no. I didn't have any uh, red onions anyway. Mm. But um, I mm. will do it. I will do it. Yeah. You I can didn't, do it on the next one. Didn't finish that mushy trip story. Absolutely, oh, yeah, go back yeah, into yeah, that, yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. please. It's sort of picking up some from sort of like where you where you left off. So I found myself so in my bedroom, and then I found myself in the kitchen, mm-hmm. um, and because I hadn't eaten, I was just like, oh, I'm hungry now, and I'm in there just in the dark. I had three blocks of chocolate there. Mm-hmm. One was like a coconut one. One was dark salted caramel, and the other one was just plain chocolate. Yeah, and I'm. <laughs> and I'm in the kitchen. I'm just sort of like leaning my head against the. How thing. many hours is this in? Two, maybe oh, okay. three. Yeah, and uh, maybe three. And and I'm fucking high as, and I'm just on the mushies, and I just like eating this chocolate. I'm like smelling it. I'm like, oh, and I'm eating it. It was like <laughs> it was like it's like sex, man. But I'm like, yeah, yeah. And yeah. as I'm eating it, and I, but well, you're my, putting it in you. Yeah, and I was just, and I'm so I'm fucking enjoying the shit out of this chocolate, and <laughs> and. uh and I would pick it up and I'd be like, oh, and I'd throw that one down. I'd be like, yeah, no, I like this one. Good. And I like, because the dark salted, car- something about the dark chocolate smelled so much better. And yeah. I was just, and my hands Racist. were covered in chocolate, like completely <laughs> melted chocolate. And I'm a very clean person. My yeah. hands are just, 
and I've got covered in chocolate and I'm just like eating it and I'm go- and but I'm narrating everything I'm doing. Oh, so I'm yeah. like because of that same thing you're talking about where I'm I'm witnessing myself doing this and I'm thinking and and it's the part of me that's not my body going and then I'm and then I'm picking up the chocolate and then I'm opening it and then I'm putting it in my mouth and, and you're saying and, this. Yeah, and then I'd go and then I'd start and I'm really enjoying it and I'm going, oh, and then I start pissing myself laughing. And I'm like, this is absurd. I'm yeah, like, like what yeah. we're talking about. Cause I'm like, what the fuck is this, this experience? What is, is absurd. Yeah, what is this thing doing? You know, it's just doing like, I'm just, this is so bizarre. Yeah. And, and it's I like start laughing at your, at your dog when it falls over. Yeah. Like, what I, the fuck are you doing? Yeah. I'm just pissing my, and I start pissing myself laughing and I'll fall to the ground yeah. laughing, jumping <laughs> up and down going, this is absurd. And then fall to the ground laughing, banging my hands on the ground, just, it's completely psychotic. And uh nah, nah, it's no, it's completely like, normal. I mean, if someone looked through the window, oh, they yeah, just see yeah, this guy yeah, in the yeah, dark yeah. covered in chocolate. <laughs> it's that dumb <laughs> down there like, this is absurd. <laughs> no, no. And then be like, it is absurd. Like, like, what I, are you doing? I'd be like, I'd like I just think of it and I'd pick up chocolate. I'd like, yeah. open chocolate. I'd be like, not that one, this one. And I'd be like, no. And then I'd start laughing like hysterically, jumping up and down, fall to the ground, banging the ground. This is absurd. This is absurd. <laughs> and that went wow. on for about half an hour. And then, oh, and then I eventually washed my hands and went back to the thing. But yeah, so three takeaways from uh, balance. This, <laughs> this, this, is, this is this is absurd. And right and, after that, and yeah. who's asking? So who's yeah, asking? Yeah. Balance and yeah, this is absurd. Nice. So those are the three things that I took. It's away funny from how it. the things come to you like that. They're packaged in this weird, nonsensical way, and mm. you, you somehow get well such a truth out the, of it the, the truth that came out of it was right before i took it i was in a position out of this relationship or whatever where i just decided i'm not i'm done with this girl like we were done but i was not going to reach out anymore and was just done and um and i have a tendency when that happens to put this wall up and go into this mode that i always go into where nothing really gets fixed from there it's kind of that's the end of that growth from that mm-hmm. relationship mm-hmm. Um, next but then i fall into the same patterns again in the next one so that was right right at that point when i'd sort of gone into that oh it's all good i'm done with that girl um then i took the mushies and i thought i was all right and then the next couple of days i was pretty like down and kind of depressed a bit like i felt all right but i was kind of really it was like a reality check i'd gone oh, oh. okay i was like oh you got ahead of yourself there you weren't actually all right and I noticed that me putting that wall up again. Mm. And then the th- t- takeaway from it was what I started to do after that moment. It took a few days for this kind of to sink in. But what I started to do was go when I noticed that when I am like, I'm all good now. When I say I'm all good, I'm actually uh, denying the the part of me that isn't completely all good or it still needs to work on stuff, denying it from even having a voice or from even feeling what it needs to feel. Mm. And so every time I would say, yeah, I'm all good, then when things would start, when there would be a shit feeling again, it would be a really, I'd struggle with the feeling because I'd be kind of like, I wouldn't be accepting it because I've already decided I'm all good and this is all going on in the background of my mind. But then what I started to do was after that, moment was even when i'm feeling good i'd go uh i'd be like okay i feel kind of normal i'd be like all right but i'm not gonna be like yeah i'm all good i'll be like yeah i'm kind of right right now things okay i'm aware that there could be a bad day around the corner though or there's some still some shit i'm aware that there's still some shit feelings there that need to get moved i'm not going to get ahead of myself and the more i started to do that 
the more I found that when I did have one of those shit feelings, I could let it pass because I wasn't like trying to fight it anymore. Yeah. And I used the example of think of it like this, like it just sort of happens. Like once I had that mind shift, it sort of just flowed like that. Like if, when, I, when I'm in a good mood or when things are sort of okay, I just kind of don't get overwhelmed, don't get lost in it and just kind of go, yeah, I'm all right. Like just accept it for what it is. And then when the bad mood comes, it makes it easier to just accept that for what it is too. When what I realized was you think of it like this, when you're, in a, when you're feeling shit, most people like this, when you're feeling shit, um, like really shit, down in the dump shit, and someone someone says to you, hey, like don't worry, like, you know, it'll pass. Things will be you're just kind of like, shit. A part of you is kind of like, that's not what I want to hear. Like, uh, yeah. sure, in like, but you can't put a time frame on it. You're like, I don't, f- right now, I feel so shit that I can't see when it's going to feel good. Yeah. So, sure, I could be like maybe in a year because that seems right, but I'm, but, but, you know, you're only looking a day ahead at the most or like in the here and now and you're going, I can't, I don't, I'm so consumed in this bad feeling that I can't, I can't actually like think about when it's going to be good or see an immediate ter- time around this that it's going to be good. I'm so consumed in this thing. And then I realized that equally we all do the exact same thing when we're in a good mood. When you're in a really good mood, you're also like so consumed in that good mood that you can't see a bad time coming. Yeah. And if yeah. someone says to you, hey, man, like, yeah, but just remember, it could be a bad day tomorrow. You'd be like, hey, man, don't kill my vibe. Yeah. You know, every, yeah. And that's what everyone who's fucking constantly like positive vibes only is, yeah, literally, I hate that shit. is, is literally in a fucking world where they're denying them, denying that they have any negative feelings. I appreciate the yeah. intent. The intent behind it is good. Yeah. But man, it's so misguided. And, well, yeah, but and that that whole thing is like you're in complete fucking denial. So you do that, but then it's easier to, if you want the bad times to be, to be able to be processed and feel good, then what's easier is in the good times, to that's when it's easier to go, okay, this is a good time, but I'm gonna be mature here and go, acknowledge. I can, I can acknowledge yeah. that there's. That this is just temporary thing and a bad time could come. Yeah, you know. And then when you practice we'll that, yeah, guarantee exactly. And when you practice that in the good moment because it's easier to do, then in the bad moment, it just comes. And then during that bad time, you're the only thing you're trying to do is let the emotion flow. You yeah. know what I mean? That's it definitely it takes practice to. though. If you do it a couple times and you're like, okay, cool. This is a good time. Bad times will come, guaranteed. You're just being they accept- will be here. Yeah. If you just do that once or twice, then when the bad times come, you may not necessarily. You might just revert back to your the, it's, normal, it's, it's default. You, you have to every, it, during all the good times. You have to practice. Get, get yeah. used to yeah. Get used to going. Yes, I'm um, get used to it, feeling the good good for what it is, but knowing that it's just for this moment. Yeah. You go. Right now, makes it's you good. appreciate yeah, it more. Exactly, and makes then you it, more realistic. And then that's, and then that's this. Then it translates into the bad moment, and that's what I realized. And I started doing that, just focusing on the when things were when I was feeling kind of right, that not mm. getting caught up in that, and and then it just the I found that without having to think about it, the bad moments just haven't lasted as long. And all that's really changed is in those bad moments, I'm just allowing myself to feel them. I'm not pushing them away. Yeah, um, because. What you're actually doing in those bad moments is you're still doing the thing, you're still trying to do the thing that you do in the good moments where you're like, don't try trying to yeah. deny the bad from existing and going because you're going, why is this happening? Like, 
I, I just want to feel good. I'm a and good person. Yeah, I, and I, and I, I thought I was doing everything. Yeah, and you're pushing away the, the bad feelings. Yeah. It's like, take, take the bad feelings, feel them. All they are are just feelings. Let them flow through you. Once they're done, they're fucking done until the yeah. next bad feeling. Just like it is scary to go, oh, this is a good moment. A bad one will come. Again, balance. And that's when, what, when that's there is a bad moment, balance is then you're like, me. a good moment will come. Exactly. And it's not just your belief that a good moment will come. It's reality. It's it's like if you really realize that it's reality, that it's like you learn that they come together. Yeah, mm. and you're like, oh, okay. Uh, this need I need to have a bad time to have a good time. Yeah, I need to have a good time to have a bad time. And mm. without the bad, you can't have good. But without the good, you can't have the bad. So they sort of like complement each other. Yeah, it's not have, like you can say, okay, well, I'll just have nothing. There's well, polarity. You can't. Mm. Yeah. You can't have nothing. You either have good or bad, and they just and they fluctuate back and forth. Yeah, and and you what you what yeah, happen, it's if inescapable. You, if you look at someone who's enlightened, what they actually learn is that it's all good. So yeah, when it's all it's all experience, and you learn to embrace experience and be happy with the fact that you can your your soul is using this vessel to experience. I don't think I've gotten and, that far though. Yes, well, the point is that like, but the more you do it, what you realize is. Because you know how you're saying so you have these really extreme highs and then you have the really extreme lows. But what you learn to do is when you learn to exp- to appreciate both experiences for what they are, they level out and it actually all becomes just existence yeah, in what it yeah, is. And yeah, existence yeah. is it's just the experience it, of existence. An experience is bliss. So you yeah. anyone who's enlightened is would be saying so any monk or whatever, they're just it doesn't matter what it is. They're like it's it's all bliss. It's all like, uh, yeah. Or know. it's all suffering. Yeah. And, but and equally, but the, but the suffering is bliss because it's part of, it's, it's part of the it's, experience. It's part of the experience. It's like they, yeah. they, you fully appreciate the, the emotions that leave you feeling whatever. Yeah. Because without them, you wouldn't feel the other part. Yeah. Well, you think of, like so you look at them as a whole good, as positive and yeah. that's reflected by the word that we use to even say positive, mm. that it's a plus. Mm. adding something and then you look at negative as a minus it's subtracting from you mm. but it's all a positive because it's all just an experience gushing through you yeah and it's and like you need them you need them together the good and the bad it's not like, it's like good doesn't yeah, exist without evil. nothing leaves yeah. you when you're sad nothing yeah. gets added to you when you're happy it's yeah. just the whole experience is constantly being added to you. Yeah. Regardless of what you perceive it to be. It it's just coming to you regardless of... It just yeah. doesn't... One doesn't exist without the other. So it's either yeah. you have... You either have both or you have none. So it's yeah. either you either live or you die. That's mm. the, the, the thing. It's like, are you... You know, it's just... It's like, that's why they say, you know, for the people who... Um, if you're scared of death or we went through this last time, if you're like people who won't accept the fact that they're going to die, who are like... It's hard s- to accept s- that. To I don't sca- blame them. To, to scared of it. Scared of it. I, I don't, don't accept that most you're of the not, time. You're not living because if you don't fully accept yeah. death, then you can't fully accept life. My best experiences have been because of me in the moment accepting that I will die someday. Of course, because that's when you're truly living. Yeah. Because you're truly... You're accepting that the thing that life needs in order to exist is death. Yeah, it's like yeah. it has... They have to... They come as a package. You can't have one without the other. Well, there wouldn't be s- so, such a thing as being alive if there was no death. Well, that's it. So th- that's in Buddhism. They would say that all life or all of, not life, meditating and the Buddhist practices, uh, it's it's the practice of preparing for death. Are you trying to 
um, bring us into a cult. <laughs> Using sounds very culty. Like uh, let me guess, they wear robes. They do. Ah, oh, and they shave their heads. I fucking knew it. Yep. And they give away all their possessions. You, you're gonna. You're about to ask us to shave our hairs, aren't you? Well, we're all naked already. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the only so. thing left. Otherwise, what's left? You know. Yeah. Pubes are next. Getting ready for that chicken and rice. The chicken rice. Yeah. Chicken rice or chicken and rice. Chicken and rice. Ah, chicken and rice. Yum. Yeah. Well, Johnny's already had a decent meal of four schnitty burgers. <laughs> and it sounds uh, so fucked when you say four. It's like, like who eats four schnitzel burgers? You. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'll be able to eat that now. I'm. I, I honestly don't think so. What if you just? What, what if you worked out for three hours? Uh, even then, mm, I think my yeah. stomach's too small. Like at this point, because because we're doing the fasting so repetitive. Maybe once I get back to eating every day, yeah. But like, it, uh, just capacity, we're like, space. Yeah, There's we're not none. managing to eat as much. I don't know when I did my seventy-two hour, uh, my sixty. Well, don't, don't forget, we're now, doing them on. back to back. Yeah, true. Don't yeah. forget, we're and we're on number eight now. It, it, so it's it, a it lot. shrinks and then and then you eat and it expands, right? But if you're leaving a certain amount of time yeah. in between, it's expanding it, less and less. Yeah, it's yeah, it's expanding less and less. It's shrinking more and more. So yeah. I, I actually, which I, is at, why at we I were, thought, which is why we went from like every time we would break a fast, we had like a banquet on the table of just feast. different things because our minds were so like way ahead our, of ourselves. Our, yeah, our, our mind stomachs <laughs> were habits. like huge. Your habits. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, not not even habits. Your it's mental, more just yeah, like it's your mental. It's habit. more just like. Well, I should have eaten this much food in the past three days, so I'll yeah. eat that, no, that amount of food but, when I. But that's what I mean by it's your it's your habit, it's your yeah. mental habit that goes, that that thinks that well, this is what we would normally eat. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Whereas you're instead of your listening to your body and going, how much do we actually want? Yeah, eat? and we yeah. could like I think towards the start we were pretty Shibari. we were pretty good at eating most of it, and now it's gotten to the point where like we like we did one not that long ago and there were so many things that we didn't touch. Yeah. And we were like, we really need to start thinking about yeah. how f- much food we And you feel are. disappointed that you didn't yeah. touch it. Yeah. And you're just yeah, like, oh, yeah. I was looking yeah. forward to that. Yeah. Next time I'll eat that first. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or next time I'll just eat that. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Because, yeah. Maybe so I'll yes, just stop fasting. Yesterday we... <laughs> yes. Yeah. What would you say? <laughs> that, that, Maybe I'll just stop fasting. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll just start fasting in a couple of days and, <laughs> and wait until I'm hungry again so I can eat that. <laughs> um. But like yesterday was, I think I said to ours, it was probably the best that we did in terms of portioning. Yeah. It and was still, we still went over. Like we still had we, a bit yeah. more than we could eat, but it was, um, it there was wasn't close. as much wasted. Was close, yeah. We didn't waste anything really. Well, I mean like the chicken that we didn't finish, we could put in the fridge. Yeah. The cheese that we didn't eat, we could put in the fridge. Yeah. But like the blue cheese sauce that I made. The was, blue cheese sauce. There was way, yeah, too, there was much way too much of that. It's always disappointing, isn't it? To have yeah. to get rid of something that you made. Yeah. So I just, I just eat it. But it was like <laughs> I just couldn't. Yo, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do if I <laughs> drink it like soup? Just like find a way. Find a way. Yeah, give it, right. give it to someone. The, well, that's, the, what started, that's, <laughs> that's what I started doing. So like I made, just I made all those. Just picture me walking down the road and just like looking for someone no, with a, a fucking bowl. Not, not a real like here. <laughs> like I'm, I made take. I made two, all these cinnamon rolls because I wanted cinnamon one. buns because I yeah because I wanted one and then <laughs> so I made 12 and I was like because that's just what the what it came out as and I was like oh fuck I'm like I can't have all these 12 here I will eat them all so I had one and then gave two to a guy at work 
friend at work. I should have brought some for you guys, but I knew you were fasting, so I didn't want to. And I didn't know if you guys were eating I'll, sugar. That'll be the second time now, that we've been given cinnamon rolls. I, I, we are, we are actually eating sugar, but um, we are, yeah. not a crazy amount. Just, uh, if yeah. you if you guys want them, there's a couple there. Um, Ali is definitely keen. Um, I don't like cinnamon. Unless unless they Thank go, you. go before I see you guys next. But there's And then I gave a couple, you know, went to my nans and took that there. I don't want them. They're not fresh. They're fucking good. <laughs> oh, that's oh, I really wish that was. They're so now. fucking good. That's They're awesome. like if they weren't made an hour ago, bro, with your apron on, I don't want them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think. Do I maybe I should get I was gonna get an apron once upon a time. Oh um, yeah. But then I was just like, uh, when you cook naked, it doesn't really matter. That's right. <laughs> well, I mean you can have a splash guard for your dick. A splash guard. Yeah, just like a little bib. <laughs> A bib. <laughs> a bib. Yeah. Just, yeah, just tie it around. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, I was looking at um some more stuff on that MMA fight store. Oh, yeah? Get the compression shorts. Yeah. Yeah, I got to get some. The Engage compression shorts look fucking sick. Do they? You yeah. see the high bustle ones? Yes. They're yeah. mad. Yeah, they are pretty mad. I, re- I reckon um I reckon the high bustle ones are not as techy as the oh, uh, really? Engage ones. Yeah, the Engage ones have these multiple like elastic... Um, bands that have the silicon on them. That's the Hibusa ones have that too. Uh, the Engage just has more. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so I feel like it would stay in better, mm. uh, especially after experiencing the shorts, just the way they've designed them. Yeah, definitely. Like mm. uh, the Hibusa one might still be fucking sick, but like the Engage ones are the ones I'm like looking at just because um, of, uh, of, of how impressed I was with those shorts. Yeah. I, w- I went to buy those shorts today. Oh yeah. That was the only thing that stopped me from doing the hybrids. Whole, yeah, it was the only thing that stopped me from doing my whole order because they were out of stock. So I was like, ah, so which ones were you trying to buy? The ones with the yellow on them. With the oh, the same ones. Yeah, sick. And yeah. then there's I wanted to get two pairs, and then I passed them off because they look like scammer colors. Uh, you yeah. know, because when I first started wearing them, they brought in the whole like you gotta wear patch, like you can't have geese that are not. Oh, really? Did they say that? Yeah, yeah. For I don't know if they're still doing it now. When we return, they might. Clay doesn't give a fuck. Ivan doesn't give a fuck. It was more just like, hey, let's be more of a brand. Yeah, see, I've for got, social media kind of thing. Because I, see, which I, um, I, I guess yeah, sure, I get that, whatever. man. Like, I got, I get that. I got a couple of the geese, and I'll, I'll wear them. But like, if you go every day, it's like I'm not gonna keep buying fucking scammer geese because one day, you go train at a different gym, and it's like, well, now I gotta wear, now I gotta get your gee too. Yeah. Like well, a, they allowed you to have. The, this is how I understand. They allowed you to have your own gi as long as you got like a scammer patch or that you don't have any other patches. If you don't have any other patches, that's fine. But yeah. if you have any other patches, um, you've got to put the scammer one on. Yeah. That makes sense. I wouldn't mind wearing a, a gi, like my own gi that's got all yeah. the patch of all the different places you go. Like yeah, that's pretty cool. Places. That's cool. But like, yeah. but when I'm, because I'm about to. It's like putting stickers on the back of your car when you're doing a road trip. Yeah, it's it's, <laughs> well, it's like if I've got to go train it somewhere in Hawthorne for a couple of months before I move back down to yeah. Have you by the way? Oh no, you haven't got a chance to. Not yet. Yeah. But if I do, then I'm gonna be like, I'm not gonna. F- I felt real weird about wearing my scamagee, just like full yeah. scamagee there and just yeah, I know, just, a, bit just like, a mascot. Yeah. Someone's <laughs> like, oh, what gym did you train at? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, uh, let me guess. Like, are you from Scammer? And I'd be like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, how how could you tell? Oh, you psychic, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you psychic, bro. Just run out of there, being you know scared, 
because this guy's psychic. In my in my head, there's just the voice that's like, right. <laughs> I just see, I just hear ass. I just see your face. It's the back of your head in, in my vision. It's like the back of your head, and then you just turn around. You just like face me. And you're like, right. <laughs> I'm gonna have that in my head forever now. Oh gosh. Sake. No, like, I'm. I get it. You gotta wear the thing, but at the same time. I can tell the ones that the, the trainers, the owners didn't give a shit. Mm. The owners were probably like, yeah, well, okay, we'll go along with it. I, I guess it sort of legitimizes us, but um, at heart, they were just like, I don't really care. I'm not going to enforce it. Um, but they did it to, they pretty much did it to like everyone that's um, uh, signing up new because there was mm. a, a lot of new entries at the time. Like They just had classes. all these geese to get rid of. Yeah, I don't like, know. Fuck, we bought too many of these. Yeah, things. too many of these <laughs> things. We gotta fucking figure out a way to palm them off. But no, but it was even like for boxing class and whatnot. You gotta, you gotta have. You, you can't be wearing a, another gym's one. And that that makes sense. Don't wear another gym's one. You can't be in a just a standard singlet. You, you've, I'd you, always just wear a standard singlet. Although, I, I didn't really understand how they could do that because like there's not a lot of options. And you're also like, uh, to wear. Can't unpaying. Yeah, exactly. Except me. Like, why I'm, am I an ad? For ages. <laughs> okay, remember, I was getting away with. I didn't pay. What were you? It. What were you getting away with? Oh, not paying. For like a whole year. You're not getting away with it though. You, you're, you're, you're sort of like, like they see you, and they just go, "Yep, he's earned it. It's fine." Yeah, I was there a lot. It's fine, because because it's not going to slip by them. That you're not paying. No, because I paid cash. What so do you I, mean? So I paid cash for like the first year. Yep. And then it was the year had was up. Oh yep. And then no one said anything. Uh, I, I think Did you ever have to pay it back? Did they ever find out? I think that at, at I'm, some I'm point I'm making all this up by the way. Yeah, you are. Yeah, I know you are. But I think at some point someone I pay my way. someone knew. Um Yeah, the receptionist knew. She came and told me. She was like Oh, it's like, you know, you, you're up for your payment. And I was like, cool. And she was like, okay. Yep. <laughs> and, and then like six months later, she got fired. Uh, <laughs> why Whoa. did she get fired? Do you know anything about that? I think she was pretty rubbish at her job. Really? She seemed all right. She seemed very um, social media savvy. What girl isn't? Yeah, no. maybe two yeah. social media savvy. Uh, nah, I, I I said that as if it's a it's a rare quality. Then I realized every girl is now. Yeah, I live for that. I just I'm I've slowly been deleting all my social media, and then the other day I just turned off the final thing. I turned off my notifications for Messenger, mm. and I was just like, I'm gonna go on Messenger like when I want to talk to someone. If someone yeah, talks yeah. to me, that's cool. But like, oh, so that's why I'm not getting any replies. Yeah, I repl- I reply just only when I open it. Um, yeah, and on I'm my just, terms. Yeah, well, I just started to be like, because I'm like, fuck. Otherwise, you're just constantly like, oh, did I get a message? And just, yeah, and you feel, you feel your, the dopamine hits. Yeah, and I'm like, fuck that. I'm gonna go onto it like when I want. And yeah, it was so much better. Yeah. So what have you gotten off of? Everything. I, Everything. I just have so Facebook's deactivated, Including Snapchat's crack. deleted. Yeah. I never had Instagram. I got rid of that when I was like 23. Yeah. Um. And uh, I've been off them for ages, but like dating apps, I was off of. For, I had a problem with dating apps. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I had a problem. They made me severely miserable. 
but they were fucking highly addictive. Oh, yeah. yeah. Highly fucking addictive. And what you notice that as someone that's gone on crack. to one like, like every, you know, used them when I was like 20, well, when I was like 23 is when I first went on to them. But then every time I was in a relationship, I'd, you know, stop using it or whatever. And going on and off it and on and off it. And I noticed that like even now going on it, I'd be, I'd always be on off. Like I'd never stay on it for more than a few weeks before I'd be like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. And then get off it and then go back on because I'd just be feeling miserable. <laughs> that that sounds like me. But, I was the same. Yeah. But I'd notice, I'd be like, it's all the same fucking people on there. Yeah. What do you mean? I noticed there was all the same girls. There's certain really? girls, there were certain girls like really fucking, like really fucking, this is, this is going back to that anxious avoidant thing, right? Mm. Yeah. So there's a lot of the people you see on there are like perpetual, uh-huh. like they're perpetually in this position where they like, uh, it's generally avoidant people. Cause what you have is in relationships, you got the anxious, the secure and the avoidant and anxious and secure when they get into relationships will st- can stay in a relationship, but the avoidant constantly running constantly ends up single. Right. So what you have is in the, in the sink, in the pool of single people, mm. although you've got 50, let's say 50% of the general of the population is secure, 25 anxious, 25 avoidant. But then if a majority of the people dating in the yeah, dating yeah, scene yeah. who are staying together <clears throat> are secure and anxious, if they stay in relationships for longer, then they're off the market for longer. Yeah. So a majority of the what's in the single pool most of the time are avoidance. So most of the people you see on these dating apps are avoidant personalities. Mm. So so you get... As soon as they have it good, they run away. Well, yeah, it's basically they just, they don't take any accountability. Mm. These are people who like never take accountability for their shit. Mm. So so they're constantly like, they're the people that petually on there and they're like, oh, yeah, this guy's that, this guy's that, blah, blah, blah. And constantly like blaming the other person. Mm. Whereas it's fine to, to see what the other person did wrong. But what did you do wrong? What did, like, what was your part to play in these things? And where, why are you still here on this app? You I know? feel attacked. <laughs> You're in the, secu- <laughs> you guys are in a secure relationship. And it's, and you could have moments of being anxious and avoidant with one another but you have communication. So it's like an avoidant person would, when you go to communicate with that avoidant person, um, they would they would not be willing to have the communication because they're not going to take any accountability. Communication means that both parties need to be willing to take some sort of accountability mm. and come to a compromise that works for both of you to, to, to grow together. Yeah. Whereas, you know, they're... Even an anxious person can, an anxious person generally will bend, like will lay down and, and give away too much of themselves to, uh, to please the avoidant person. But that actually makes the avoidant, avoidant person uh, more avoidant. They want someone who's almost, it's like you got to fight fire with fire, mm. but it's kind of got to be secure in what you want, you know, say, this is what I want. And if you're not willing to come, I'll just fucking walk away from Wait, it. So what happens if two avoidant people... I was going to ask about two anxious so people. Uh, two, two anxious people. Well, one of them will become avoidant eventually. Yeah, you could generally... Uh, it, one okay. could end up shifting. I don't. I think that's why you don't get two anxious people too much. It's like... Yeah. Um, oh, but they it, don't gravitate to each other. Yeah, basically it's like what, what you miss though with the two together is... It's just all down to communication. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's It's also what you're attracted to. So... The anxious person, because it's in there, because it's like a drug, right, to feel anxious, when that person's avoidant, it makes you become more and more anxious. And you almost, 
it's like you don't you don't like the feeling, mm. but you're addicted to it. Yeah, it's right. like it's pulling you. And the avoidant person equally doesn't doesn't like what you're doing, but they're continually acting in a way that's promoting what you're doing. Um, mm. And it's like it's just what you know. And generally, it's like things that you've it'll be because you'll be pre- you could be predominantly like for me. I was I'm predominantly anxious, but I can in what I'm learning from being anxious, I can find myself being avoidant and then I can go, oh, to play the game, I could be more avoidant. You know yeah, what I yeah. mean? But yeah. then but then you but what I found is you can be truly avoidant with someone that you just don't like. If you're just not into someone, yep. you become avoidant. But you don't know why you're not into that person. You might have been into them initially because you were coming into it a bit more anxious. They were playing on your your emotions. But then once once they once you think you have them and you think you've yeah, oh, I've got that person now. I've got the power. You become avoidant. Yep. Mm. It's all. It's like a. Pa- it's all a power struggle. Both. It parties, is a power struggle. Both yeah. parties are struggling. I'm trying power. to figure out what we are. So you just say. Oh, we we shift back and forth, and that's and yeah. that's what being. Secure. I think I think that's 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 we what that's shift. what needs to happen. Yeah. You can't be neutral all the time. No, but you need se- to have that because a secure it's person sort of like is both. A yeah. secure person is both. It's just that yeah, the way exactly, that, the yeah. way that they handle those things those those attachment styles is what makes them secure. It's sort of like a healthy indulgence in being anxious. You know how you said it's a drug? Yes. It's sort of like, hey, I'll be anxious for a little bit. You avoid me and then you be anxious for a little bit. I'll avoid you. And the avoidance... But it's communicated. The the avoidance isn't like, isn't like, oh my God, just like leave me alone. No, no, no. It's it's, it's basically... It's it's less, less extreme. It's just like when you need... Everyone needs space at times. Yeah. Yeah. So when you have the space, but you also... In having your space, you also acknowledge that you're in a relationship and your partner also needs affection. Yeah. And it's not just like all my space and I'll come to you when I'm I'll come to you when I'm ready. My and space. and in order for me to come to you, I need you to actually like do nothing. Like don't even say like if you said to if you said, Oh, but like I just want your attention or something like that, that would make an avoidant person go run away even further. Yeah. yeah. Like this girl said to me once she came over and she's at my house, she's sitting on sitting on my couch, and she goes to me. I just remember this. She was like, "If you want me to, if you want, if you want me to, uh, what did she say? Or something like, if you want me to talk to you more, or if you want me to um, be more into you, she's like, talk to me less. Also, she was like, avo- like basically said, play mind games, yeah, please, yeah, she, because that's she, the only she, way she I said it. She said, yeah, if if you want me to like." Uh, she wasn't directing. She obviously, I'm the person that's seeing her, but she's, she's just kind of like, you know, if you want, if you want more attention from me, if you want more attention from me, give me less. So she's had a little bit of insight about herself. Right. Yeah, she's but not but, enough. But she, but she's saying that as if like it's okay. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm like that's fucking retarded. Yeah. I'm like, I know, and I know exactly what you're saying because I've had the same feelings before. It's neurotic. Yeah. But I, yeah. but I've caught on to that feeling, and I've gone, this isn't right, and I've gone, I notice when I do it. And then it just makes me question. I go, maybe I just don't actually really like that person very much. Or maybe it's a reflection of something in myself and it started a whole journey. She wants you to feed her anxiety, really. Yeah, and, then, and that's when I, why I'm going. I'm taking time off women so I can find yeah. myself, become more secure in that and come back mm-hmm. and pick a girl that's <coughs> right for me instead yeah. of just, that's fucking insane. I'm like, that's nut, It's interesting that's that you say behavior. that. It's, yeah, like it, it is nutty behavior. But like now, now that you're talking about it, I was like, wait, what, what do I do? And I'm thinking, I'm like, I've generally mirrored and mimicked 
yep. the behavior. So if someone's being anxious towards me, I'll go full force into them. So like I'll, f- I'll feed into it as much as they're willing to come at me. Like, and if they start avoiding me, I avoid them. Mm. Not because it's a choice, because I'm like, well, they're not into me. So I'm yeah. less into them because they're not as into me. That's kind of, that's secure though, right? That's like being, that's kind of being like, just going with whatever. Oh, they're, they're in, I'm into them and they're into me. Sweet. Let's go for it. I'm into them. They're acting like they're not into me. Oh, that turns oh. me off. Oh, well, yeah. It's exactly. a turn off. Ex- to me, it's a turn off. When exactly. someone's not into me and, and, is, and is dismissing me and whatever, it actually turns me off. And, and to me, like when I'm not in that, attachment i would agree and i would yeah, say and I, and, yeah. I, and I agree and i know that that's logically that's, that's yeah, normal yeah. and that is what you deserve what you deserve and that's the way to be when you're caught up in it it's yeah, different it might but, be a different but story that's, but that's why you got to do the work and Cause question because it's a drug what, what is it like why what part of me is it that's doing that and why is it that i'm attached to that and why do i feel that way because you can come you can get to the center of it and work on your own security and work on why it is that you do that and do your shadow work. Yeah. Learn more about yourself. Integrate yeah. your anima and your archetypes more. You should really look into that stuff. And then, 100%, yeah. And then when you do that, you'll go, you, you learn more about yourself. And you come back into the next relationship, something, and you're just with someone who you think, oh, I'm just with a different person. But maybe it's partly you've attracted someone who's more on your higher frequency now that you're now, that you're now on because you've, mm. yeah, you know. Because I... Like as you've been talking about this, um, I've been able to picture um, my anxious tendencies and the – what's the other one? Avoidant. Avoidant tendencies. Yeah. Um, and and then I was trying to picture ours as – I can't picture your avoidant tendencies but I can picture your anxious ones. Oh, yeah. But then I think the fact that, that, that we... That probably tells you that I'm more anxious than avoidant. Yeah. yeah. But I think the fact that we openly communicate so much probably mm. helps in... Mm. Um, what do you say? Not cancelling each other out. Balancing Equilibrium. each other Equilibrium. Yeah. 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 Uh, look, uh, y- you've never been truly avoidant. Towards me, in the I sense that, that Johnny's talking that is about, the, that is the key thing. Though, yeah, it's like when it, someone we've never reached an extreme in in either. The, the difficult person mm. to deal with is the truly avoidant person, yeah. because they hurt. The mm. truly avoidant person. Oh, okay. It's yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. what you what you're talking about is uh, that kind of behavior is the kind of behavior that in a in a relationship, if you were a, even a secure person, you say to them, "Do you want someone that like when you try and give them love, runs away?" You'd be like, "No." That's the avoidant person. You say, do you want someone that's kind of needy and just wants lots of attention? You still can't, like even as a secure person, you're like, well, it's like, you know, I can manage with that. They can be needy and stuff, but you can, you can manage neediness. You know, you can say, yeah. hey, like I'm, I, if you love someone and they're being needy or whatever. It's still not if you, ideal. If you actually love them though, yeah. you really care. If you really care about someone you take, it's easier to accept that and go, hey, like mm-hmm. I love you. Like I'm not. I'm not available, like I'm busy right now, Mm -hmm. but I'll be there. And that's actually all the anxious person needs. The avoidant person needs you to actually go to almost act as if you don't, to be cool with it and be like, yeah, cool, do what you want. I'm not really concerned. Like you can't, you you have to be cool with them really rejecting, completely rejecting your love a lot, a lot of the time. They can only come to you when they want. That's the way it is. Like a cat. 
Yeah, with an avoidant person, yeah. it's like it's all on their terms. Yeah, okay. And, and you can't have a relationship with a cat. No. So that, that, that's that's what it's like. It's all it's all on their it's all on their terms. So when you have these three attachment styles, it's like I don't really consider the avoidant an attachment style. I consider it like it's the one that's like they they get everyone wants to be in a relationship and everyone wants some sort of uh, validation or some you know to have a dynamic with another person but their dynamic is like the it's the outlier it's the one that's like that really needs to be fixed yeah you know it's the one that's not it's not playing the love game yeah it's, it's not playing the game at all it's just being a fucking outright dick yeah you know? yeah like mm. every avoidant per- it's being a dick i've been the avoidant person i was like oh i was just a cunt yep i was just a cunt to you i should have been nicer to you and i should have just you know the way i was treating you even if i cared about you mm. Or if I, I should have gone, I'm not in a place to be in a relationship right now. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to see you anymore is because, that because I'm treating you like shit. Yeah, is that because... I'm not capable of treating of you... The act of being avoidant is an intent where the act of being anxious that towards someone is not exactly an intent. It's more of a manifestation of your internal... Well, no, but the avoidance is also... Because they're, they're like, they are also throughout the relationship they should just be going if if you don't want to be around that person and they're them wanting to love you is mm. putting you off then just outright like maybe they but, enjoy running away from it, it yeah they, that's they, what i'm saying so it has an intent behind yeah, it yeah there's there's a there's they they want you to, they they want it they, to continue they want you to want them yeah it's like oh the more it's like they're getting a validation yeah, so yeah, that yeah. what they needed was the i'm so good that the even even big, even though i haven't given them any attention they still just, want they, me. they still want me and mm. so they'll fight and they'll, you try and, and that's you, you try and make it more and more where you're like i haven't talked to them in a week and they still do, they still, want still me. i cheated on them and they still want me i and it just gets worse and but, worse but in their in, yeah in their head they're like i don't like they don't like you or they act like it but they they often have this thing called the phantom x which is one of the things they talk the what? about the phantom x which is one of the things they talk about about avoidant people where they'll end up in another relationship and they'll always remember they'll there'll be mm. some x that they can't get out of their head because they were so good to them whatever but they but they're like but they don't phantom want but they still x. they still don't want them but they obsess over this person they'll never get back in contact with them mm. they'll do all this stuff but i've realized with girls like that that have those tendencies mm-hmm. it's like you can you can play them though you could you could oh, come yeah. back down the track when you're on your when you're on your purpose because they're say. unstable they're not they're not secure and, and you could just treat them like you're fucking disinterested and all that stuff and they would they really fall for that stuff yeah mm-hmm. and you can and and those are the girls that get played all the time by it's the, easy by to the, play those by skills. the players and they yeah. don't realize that they're being played but you know that's why they're the ones who end up at you know thirty years old or whatever, or yeah. recirculating then, and then single, on Tinder. And then, yeah, and then they end up. Then once they they reach the age where they want to have kids, or maybe they've had kids and they've been in and out of relationships, they just go, "Fuck!" They become desperate. Oh, you know that's kind of sad. And and equally, you How get you, you get anxious that? people that also become desperate. What do you do about because that? Because they const- they never grow a backbone and yeah. never learn to. They constantly go for equally just will take whatever they can get. Yeah. Like I've, you know, dated a girl. She was like 35 and I just wasn't into it. And I slept with her and after, afterwards I was like, oh, I'm just not into it. But she kept, she was so persistent. And I was just like, I'm, I'm like really just not into you. Um, 
so I don't want to sleep with you, see you anymore, whatever. Mm. And she was just still persistent. And mm. I was, and it was like, didn't matter how blunt I was. And I was like, I feel sorry for you, you know, because you're wasting your time yeah. on me. And I'm telling you, like, and I wasn't being, I'd never, I'd never led you on. Mm-hmm. I was upfront with you from the beginning because I didn't want to be like an avoidant person mm-hmm. who leads you on and then, and then, throw, you know, throws you to the wayside after making you think that, after making you think they had feelings for you back. So, yeah, yeah. And what does she do? She, uh, like, how did, the, you, how, the, did you, how did you, how did you, yeah, in the end, I had so to, so called, get, get rid of her. Uh, in the end, I just had to stop. You have to stop, like, you can be as blunt as possible. I don't say stop talking to me or anything like that because I'm not, it's not about stop talking. I just say, I'm just not interested like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm did not interested. Did she and get it? She messaged me a couple of times afterwards, but I just realized I've said it now, just stop talking. Yeah. Whereas I realized that with this like avoidant girl I was dating, <laughs> she, uh, when I had to tell her, like she would message me and say, like I'd message her and instead of, instead of if she just cut me off mm-hmm. and didn't write back, it would have got the message, but she would write back. Yeah. She would write back straight away. Whereas like before when we first started seeing each other, there was like a game. It was like she would take time to write back. Whereas yeah. now she'd write back straight away, yeah. right? And That's like like old. like how it was when we were dating. Yeah. Dang, and then yeah. she would date right back straight away. So she's writing back straight away. And and even though it's not a conversation that's like riveting. Yeah, and it's kind of she's quite cold or whatever, she's still giving me the time of day straight away. Yeah. And I'm just kinda like so that's kind of a signal like, you know, to my brain I'm kinda like just I'm getting I'm getting a response. There's a there's a part of me that's like Oh, maybe there's some interest there because she's not actually fully aware of what she's doing. Whereas I'm more aware of what she's doing. I'm going, there's a part of you that's enjoying, you know, you're engaging in this. You're not mm. telling me, even when you tell me to stop, you still engage, you know? So it's like we stopped talking and then I might reach out, you know, uh, say something. And she writes back straight away and she engages or whatever. But then she'll put the conversation to an end after a few messages in. But like, she didn't just go, she didn't just not write. If that was me and I'm not interested, I just don't write back. Okay, just be yeah. like, I'm not, you know, or block the number or whatever you got to yeah. do to get rid of the person. But she'd, she was, yeah, playing that game. And then, and then she would, she randomly like messaged me one day saying, oh, I don't think you should come into my work and all this stuff. And I was just like, I'm, I'm not because mm. that's where I met her. And I'm, and I'm, I wasn't planning on it. It was just out of the blue, you know? Yeah. And I was just, I wrote back and said, oh, I'm not, wasn't planning on it anyway. Have a good day. She said thanks, whatnot. And then a week later, I get another message, and it's like, "Did you log in? Did you pay for Fight Pass with my thing or whatever?" And I was like, "No." And I'm just sitting there thinking, "Why?" And she's end up saying, "Oh, because it's she wanted me to check whatever." And I checked, and I knew that I hadn't because I she'd never paid for anything. I paid for everything mm-hmm. um, when my it came man. to that stuff. And <laughs> and I was like, "Not." She offered to, but I was always like. I wish my boyfriend could do that. Yeah, Yeah, no, I don't believe in that equality. And she was like, but she, but she was like, she asked me and she said, "Oh, I guess I'm logged into a few places. I guess I'll check elsewhere." And I thought, "You, I'm the guy that you're not talking to." Yet I was the first place you asked. Yeah, you know, there's there's a subconsciously there's a part of her that went, "Oh, ask this person." Well, she thinks that if she says to you, "Don't talk to me," that'll make you talk to her. Well, well, this is the thing, right? So, but that's what I mean. It's subconscious. She's not consciously thinking that exactly. And I didn't say anything, and then. The whole day came when I came here and I'd sent packages to all like lots of friends. And then I got this message where she rejected the package and was returning. And that was a whole whatever. 
And that was the moment I decided not to talk to her anymore. Yeah. And then she wrote me this big message, remember? And she was basically saying, I explicitly told you not to talk, like, stop talking to me. I don't want you to talk to me anymore, blah, blah, blah. And it was like this kind of threatening message of don't talk to me anymore. And I was thinking, she's like, you keep reaching out. And I had reached out, but the previous two times that we had spoken, so I had stopped reaching out, the previous, except for the package, which I told her I'd sent to a lot of people. Um, the previous two times we had spoken, she had reached out to me to ask me something, to yeah. tell me something. And it was just kind of like, oh, it's okay when you do it. But yeah. It's not okay when I do it. Yeah. And I just realized this is all like in your fucking head. Yeah. It's like this is all your problem. Yeah. But it's that whole like. It really knows how to pick them. Subconsciously. She doesn't, so this bad. person doesn't realize that they're doing that because they're reaching out to you and you're sitting there going, what you're doing doesn't make sense. It's yeah. like, why are you asking me this thing? Wouldn't you ask fucking everyone else first? Yeah, exactly. And because that's how I'd be. I'd be like, I don't want to talk to that person. If I really didn't want to talk to them, I'm like, I'm not talking to them. Yeah. You'd you know? avoid talking to them. Yeah. Like, you'd, you'd, it'd be, uh, it'd be only like urgent or I would, you know, another if, choice. If I, thought, if I thought that there was other possibilities of where my details could be, I'd be asking all you'd those You'd try places. every single one first. Yeah. And then, and I'd be, and also... She knew she had to know because like, just think, just use your fucking brain for a second and go, I, he always paid for it. (laughs) Yeah. He always paid for it. Even go back and look at your fucking statements and see if you ever paid for a single fight pass. What's a fight pass? To watch the UFC. Oh, fight pass. I'm hearing flight pass. Yeah. Same. I thought it was Uh, fight pass. Fight pass. Yeah. Okay. Wait. So she watches UFC? Yeah. Oh, really? What does she like about it? She has jujitsu. Oh, Okay. She likes it. She's she was cool. She how was a, she was how how into it was she? Like, what what kind of? She was two striped white belt. Yeah, but like, but she was. Um, how was she into it? What what about it was interesting to her? Because I find that quite interesting. How girls can well, find that stuff interesting. I think that she was she was interest. She liked it for jits, but then I realized what she ended up staying for was the social side. You know, like the yeah. girls at our thing, and you see some of them, and you're just like. You're, you care more about the social part and the attention. That's good though. I like that. The I attention. Like, they like the attention. No, 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 the not guys. the attention. Not the attention. I, I like that. Um, that's if, that's if, what if, I mean by girl, social. If, if it keeps you going to the gym and it keeps you going to the sessions and it keeps you training, yeah. I don't care what it is. Of course. Because in time, all the bullshit if, goes away. If that's the case, whereas this girl was training all the time. Yeah. But then it became more about the, like, the group and like, hanging out with the group outside of the thing uh, and getting okay. fucked up. Oh, yeah. Whereas really? at our gym, no one's like that. No, no People, one's you're, like that. You're there and you're training. Yeah, you yeah. Don't, you don't get fucked up. You know, I, it's mean, like, I mean, besides yourself and Dan, I haven't seen anyone outside the gym. Yeah. Like I, I'm, uh, me and Dan went for dinner like once or twice. You fucking cheating cunt. I know. And I'm sorry. Look, we didn't hold hands at least. Oh, that's right. Is that okay? Yeah. We're nothing, uh, un- nothing under the table. Um, footsies. That's oh. about it. Okay. Yeah. Fucking frigid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking pussies. Uh, I was waiting for him to make the move. So, well, that's frigid, bro. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> but we, we, we talked about it before. Like, hey, so when we, when we get there. So you always miss the communicate. Yeah, I know. Let's talk about this first. Talk about what? <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm keen. Let's talk uh, about it. What are we talking about? I'm going to have to go, man. It's really? It's 20 to 10. Jeez. Is well, it? We just started talking. What do you mean? How long have we been gone? Um, oh two God. and a quarter. Oh, the last one went longer. Nah. About that same. Really? Yep. It's interesting, man, because when I watch Joe Rogan, I go like, you know, when you get a someone, you go, oh, three-hour podcast, and you just go, 
oh, this one, it's not long enough. That's yeah. just that's a, that three hours is sort of the minimum and you think anything short is too quick. Yeah. And then when we're doing it, I'm like, oh, it feels like we've been going for like three hours. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's different. I think if I came here and I... Takes a long time to convey shit, especially when you're like engaged. It's so good though, man. It is. It, I think I do it. I started doing it for the wrong reasons because I you can't wanted, do that on a podcast. No, <laughs> I st- oh no, I said to her, she's I'm allowed. Joking, I'm I said, joking. I'm joking. I said I'm to joking. her, I gave her permission <laughs> before Sorry, I said, I, I said, look, um, <laughs> I said, look, if you, if you at any point get bored or whatever, and you have no input on whatever topic we're talking about, you can go on your phone and then, you know, but there'll be times where it would be good to have you there. It's just because so we didn't shut up. Is that like, you just like, I pretty much. Mistake, that's these guys, that's these no, guys just don't you, let me talk. You brought up the time. So I checked the time. Oh. Then... Interesting. Interesting. Huh? Really? Wow. <laughs> 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 Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, what? actually. Go, go, just, please. Just on that. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted to know if Aus ever told you about the story where he actually died. No. I don't think so. Is Aus even really here? Uh, I don't know if it, I don't know I if d- it actually I came up. I don't even know. I died a couple of times. I died a, f- a bit. I think, there I've, was I, one time I think I've died three times in my life. One time in do my wanna, presence. Do you want to save these for the next podcast? Probably. And start it with that? Probably, but please but, explain okay. your story from your perspective. Okay. It's very quick. Um, like death. That's a good that's death. Right, yeah. That's right. So basically, Alice and I had taken mushrooms together. He was supposed to be the only one taking it. I was supposed to sit. Mm-hmm. And then um, he convinced me to take some. So I did. And um, He's like, you're a boring sitter. <laughs> <laughs> so it, we had a great trip. It was it was really fun. And um, I, think, I think we took it in the morning. It got to about like 9 p.m. So it was like wearing off quite quite well. And um, we decided to um, – we finally decided to like get up off the bed, which is where we were the whole time. <laughs> and um, – just because, you know, veg, like yeah. vegetates you. And, um, barbecued. Yeah. And then, so we went to the kitchen. We were going to, we made coffees and then we were going to sit outside and like have some ciggies and he was going to have a cigar and all that sort of stuff. So we did that. And two joints. Let's, oh, and let's two not joints. forget that. That's really what did it, by yeah. the way. Yes. Like, brings it, you back to normal. No, 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 no. Okay. So, so, so yeah, I had a coffee, <laughs> cigar. And then two joints because one, I, I rolled two joints thinking if, if we, you know, if I do want to, sec- if no, if I do want a second joint, then I don't want to have to roll one. So I just rolled two. Yeah. But I had one and I looked at the other one and I'm like, well, I guess I have to have that one. I don't know. For some reason I was like, it let's was just weird. have the other one. Anyway. And she, and did, she wasn't there for most of us. I had most of uh, maybe a joint and a half yeah. to my, to myself. Mm-hmm. And, um, also we, w- we're supposed to drink water um, through the trip mm. um, and we had a bottle next to the bed, but we didn't touch it. We didn't end up touching it at all. I think we must have forgotten about it. So we went and we sat outside. Alice's mum wasn't there. Um, and yeah, we were sitting like on the decking and I'd just gotten off the phone and uh, what? Oh yeah, Alice was like, "Oh, I feel I feel really dizzy," and I was like, "What?" He's like, "I feel like really dizzy." Like you're gonna green. And then he just slumped over in the chair and started like convulsing, and I was like, <laughs> I was looking at him like I couldn't tell if it was a joke or not, 
and I flung a kind of like I do those a lot. back in the chair so that he was like this. And his face was like pale, pale white. His lips were blue. His eyes were sunken in. He'd stopped responding. He's, he wasn't blinking. <laughs> You're just like. <laughs> and I was like shaking him and like yelling and he wasn't responding. And I was literally to the point where I was about to do compressions. Oh, wow. And I, and I, oh, I kind of was, I was hitting him on the, because he was sitting upright kind of. I was hitting on his chest and like blowing into his mouth to like bring him back. And then just, he suddenly just went <gasps> like, and his eyes were like bloody bloodshot from like coming back. And I was, was beside like, myself. Some good <laughs> I, <laughs> That's some good shit. Oh my God. I was like. <laughs> you're just like, the worst experience of my life. I like. What did I my, say to you when I first came back? You were shit. like, shh. Too loud. Too loud. <laughs> and the other thing that I was worried about was that like in the Nary house, because <laughs> he was on that court, on one side, there was no neighbours. And on the other side, Bogans. there was no, there was no neighbors. That oh, was yeah, when the yeah, house yeah. was empty. Oh, so I was like, I've got nobody. Nobody can probably hear me. I was considering calling an ambulance, but then my phone was inside and I didn't want to leave him. Oh, it was just fine. It would have been better if as you came back to life, you're like, rah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> yeah. Well, it, it, from my perspective, <laughs> I remember uh, I said, I feel lightheaded. And then I'm like, I feel really lightheaded. And as I said that, that's the last thing I remember. So what happened is I you know, sort of faded out of consciousness. And then I was um, imagining this girl, blonde hair, kind of short, doesn't look like Ali, right? Um, I didn't really like her. I didn't really like how she looked. I was like, just, I was the whole time I'm like, go away. Like, uh, stop talking to me. Stop harassing me. She's right there, not scary on any way. Just sort of like, hey, just doing your head in. Just fucking give me like a just an e beating, you know. Like I was just like, I'm I'm trying to relax here. Let me just, I I need peace right now. Go away, stop. What? Anyways, and then I woke up and realized that was her screaming at me to wake up, and I'm like, oh, you're the annoying bitch. Okay, it all makes sense now. Okay, where am I? Oh, wait, shh, too loud. Like, it was literally, I was not in any panic. I was not, mm. I was just like, no. it was shh. And, then, was and then from her perspective, she was like, I, I saw the look on her face and I'm like, something must have gone down, but not, everything looks fine. Like I look around and I'm like, we're still here. Nothing's, all right, cool, I'm here. Like something went mm-hmm. horribly wrong and I missed it. I was kind of like disappointed yeah. that I missed it. And yeah, it turned out it was me. And he, he yeah. almost had a second episode of that when he had um, too much of like an edible. Mm. Oh, yeah. He had double I mean, the amount that... I've never had edible. Oh, yeah. You'll it's, like it. Yeah. You'll that's, like a, really uh, good. that's the only way I'll do weed again, I think. Yeah. Um, it's a good, I approve of that. Yeah. It's a good I, high. I think, it's I think vape and edibles are, are my two favorite ones. Because yeah. vape, uh, I have never gotten to a stage with a vape that um, it's become because uh, what it is what happened in that episode by the way, my blood pressure dropped. So yeah, mushrooms, s- yeah. mushrooms drop yeah. your blood pressure a little bit, a little bit, but it's nothing to be worried about as long as you're laying down, you're all good. Um, but then after the mushrooms, it's it's worn off. Like it's really like this is seven eight hours in, right? 
Um, but it's still kind of lingering, so it helps sort of drop the blood pressure. I already have a predisposition to drop blood pressure. It's hereditary. Uh-huh. Not as not as extreme as my mum. My mum's like known for having low blood pressure just walking around every day. But with me, I just have the tendency that I can. Yeah. And when I do, I drop it by a lot. Mm. So. Um, oh, yeah, uh, that's why I mentioned all the stuff that we had because yeah. the caffeine, caffeine, the cigar, nicotine no water and the weed they all drop blood pressure naturally Ah. naturally they only drop it by a little amount but given the right combination in the right context they can drop it dangerously and i think what really did it was the weed but that's sort of like the that's the big portion but really everything else Mm -hmm. play the small part yeah of course and uh yeah that my 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 mistake there was too much weed but i've never ever had issues with smoking too much weed yeah. and greening out, never. And and I've I've tried I've tried have, to replicate it. If you just since. have it on its own, you're fine. Yeah, I've tried but to replicate it since. Trust me, yeah. I tried to go so deep into it. I'm like, I'm just gonna smoke until something happens, and it didn't happen. I just got really high, and I eventually yeah. just felt like going and laying down and relaxing, but not lightheaded. But with the yeah. but with the, but the combination, and or with, edibles. With, with the yeah. edibles, when he had too much edibles, he. Removed it. There was four of us at a house having these, and we were all fine and chatting and blah blah blah. And then our suddenly decides that he wants to go inside, and he was inside for like a while. So I like went in to see Didn't what like was up, and he um, was just like laying down. And then I I looked at him and he looked a bit white, and because I already know what that looks like on him, <laughs> it was just like I was like I don't want to go there. Mm. And, um, so I just put a blanket over him. <laughs> no, so I took him to the Good bedroom night. and got him to lie on the bed. And then we did his blood pressure with his mum's blood pressure thing. It was in the 70s. It was Whoa. okay. Yeah. It was okay. And I Is was like, okay, okay. And then he'd laid down for a while. He thought he was fine. And he went to get up to go to the toilet. It's and probably I was like, like two hours later. Yeah. And I was like, okay, no worries. I'm not going to go with you because you should be okay. And then I just hear this massive smack. <laughs> and I like ran over and he'd collapsed in the toilet but he'd collapsed no, no, against no. I did not collapse. Yeah. I did a technical drop. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because what I did was mm. I remember smacking the door behind me as I fell onto it and then slid down. And I knew yeah. I was dropping, but I was like, I'm either gonna drop free fall but and just wherever go- goes wherever or I'm gonna drop preemptively. So I just fell into the door and dropped down to my yeah. ass. Except and just sat there. Except when I was trying to, obviously I was trying to like get in and I couldn't because his back was against <laughs> the door. And, um, and then she was like yelling. Yeah, I was yelling and he was responding in Arabic. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. And I was like. <laughs> I went back to safe mode. Yeah. That's yeah. good as I wish I could speak Arabic. I just went back to safe mode. I, I wasn't saying much. I was just saying yes over and over. It's like, what? I, I knew what, what you want? were saying to me in, in Arabic, Arabic, but I Boys, was just how saying. How do you say that? I was like, uh, naam, naam. Yeah. I just kept saying naam. Shino, shitreedin, la yalla rohi. And I just kept saying naam, like, go away. Uh, and, and then as I was saying it, I realized this, the situation. I was like, ah, oh, okay, well, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> fair enough, you're you worried were... I fell, but I didn't really fall. I and just fell onto were, the door. You were responding to me in Arabic and I knew what you were saying. I had to be like, it's me. Yeah, like, yeah, stop. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not your mum. <laughs> I didn't actually, I don't remember thinking you were my mum or that you were anyone really. I just, I remember hearing words and then responding back. But the weird thing for me is 
English is my predominant language yeah. now. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Like I don't have much Arabic compared to how much English I have, yeah. even though I'm still a, a huge fob in in but some things. You talk things. to your mum in Arabic. Yeah. Um. You. It must have been party that was. My core. My core is probably still that, but I don't know nearly in, as much Arabic as I know English. And I am not nearly able to exp- express myself in yeah. Arabic as I am in English. It's weird that I reverted back to it. But um, yeah, it's just strange how the brain works, really. Like the, the first parts of the brain to get blood are the Arabic ones, I guess. But <laughs> um, the, prim- the primal. Ones. The primal, yeah. Arabic lives in the... <laughs> They're like in the animal Arabic, Arabic is so, just, the whole culture is so primitive. It lives in the, in the spinal if, cord. If anybody, if anybody goes like really primal, they start speaking Arabic. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, Be aggressive enough Shamuta. and it will sound like <laughs> Arabic, you know. If you just scream loud enough, it'll, it'll eventually be Arabic. Mm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that happened. And uh, after that, it was fine. Uh, no injuries sustained. Uh, we went back to psychedelic training very quickly. So mm. with, because with um, like the thing that stopped me from, because I'd like vape, but I haven't done it in ages. And the only reason now is like, I'm like, well, just the driving. I'd hate to get pulled over and get tested for as someone that yeah. does it so very rarely and then fucking yeah. lose my license for yeah. it. But with the edibles, it's not like that, right? It is. It is the same. But in a different way. So it's harder to detect when it's an edible because it's not in your breath. It's That's not in your lungs. What I mean is so if you eat if you eat it and then what a week later, is it still in your It's in it's in your bloodstream. Yeah, so will it get the metabolites. Okay, so you still it doesn't but matter. It's not in your breath. Yeah, but with weed it's like they do the swab, right? Yeah, but the swab is really trying to, to detect things that you've eaten or breathed in. It's not like your saliva doesn't change to a drastic... But it doesn't test you. But then how come people think you can be tested positive like a week later, like five days later if you've been smoking weed? Not possible with the swab. How do they get it then? Uh, blood blood or pee. Oh, so, so what happens is they get like a... They'll, because the tests are inaccurate, mm. positives, you get a positive and then you go, oh, I've got to prove that it wasn't. Exactly. You go get the blood test and they're like, yeah, but there's weed in that. Yeah, and exactly. Then you, and then yeah. It's like there's nothing you can do about it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So for me, it's just not it worth happens that. a lot like, actually. False positives mm. with those swabs because they're very inaccurate. Yeah. Because there's so many different compounds that mimic the same yeah. um, effect on that on the test. It's such a really rudimentary test. So um, it worth. happens yeah, a lot. You, you're that not going to get tested unless test. you go past a drug bus. Yeah, you go past a drug bus, or you get pulled over by a highway patrol. That's that's. Yeah. Or you get pulled over by an undercover highway patrol. Um, like some random police cop isn't just going to do it. Yeah, which I've is never, why I've, never, I'm not I've worried had, about I've never it. been drug tested. I've had ne- a lot of um, I've had a, a lot of experiences with getting drug tested. Like surprisingly, I've had like five. I've never been not once. Yeah, yeah. Um, they do Me it to not. bikes a lot. Uh, they do okay. it to bikes a lot. So like my car doesn't get pulled over. I just don't get pulled over in my car. No, I haven't about? been pulled over on this bike huh? either. Then what are you worried about? Yeah, I, I don't know, I, just out of the come sheer, on, man, just get out on the, of the crack. sheer paranoia. Just yeah. of like, I know that when I do, it's like it also the fact that that's even a thought in my mind sort of ruins the it high, ruins it ruins it, yeah, the yeah. high for me. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, even if I met so if I went home tonight and even if then I, I had it, there would be so much guilt coming around it, going oh, really, yeah, well, that would come in around it, going fuck, this wasn't worth it when I drive and we're parent like yeah. mm. I don't get the same. 
experience out of smoking weed like I used to. Yeah, yeah. Look, with edibles, it's um, almost impossible to detect it unless you do a pee test or a, or a blood test. Yeah. Um, just because it's not in your breath, it's not on your saliva. It, that's yeah. what it is. That, the only thing I think about with weed is I'm like, I want to do it like edibles because... It's like, a bit more psychedelic. Exactly. It's apparently... Yeah. I just And because I haven't tried it. But it definitely uh, is more psychedelic. It's but a bit more it's psychedelic. Cool. It's really cool. Um... There is a positive element to it, but yeah, if you overdo it, you can drop your blood pressure qu- quite a bit if you're prone to that. Most mm. people are going to be fine. You're just going to pass out, like you're just going to go to sleep. But with me, I, I don't have that point. So mentally, I'm good to go until my body's like, no, nah, we're not doing this anymore. Mm. So, which is good because then I know that I'm never going to be pushed to a point that I'm going to be actually uncomfortable mm. mentally with edibles. But my body's going to shut down before that. And my body gives me signs. It's not just out of nowhere. So at some point, my body will just be like, yeah, we're good. Stop right there. And I'm like, okay, mm. cool. And um, I've learned to sort of know where that is. I, I didn't know it existed when that happened. Mm. The, the second time. The mm. second time was from the edibles. I didn't know that I, that it could happen from edibles. Mm. So I just took a huge dose because I know that mentally I'm good to go. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, but I com- I was completely blindsided by my fucking weak genes. Yeah. yeah which was, was probably because of all the incest that's happened in my ancestry. <laughs> fucking cunts. I have the same Marrying problem. Marrying their fucking cousins and shit. Fucking idiots. My nan tried to set me up with my cousin. Man, oh. my my parents, my my dad was trying to set me up. Actually, my uh, no, nah, I got to give them credit. My dad joked about it, but both my mom and dad were quite against. Like, ag- for some reason, they didn't never explain themselves, but they were both very against marrying cousins. Mm. Mm. But um, my cousins and like my uncle, we're and, from and auntie. Where we're just like, oh yeah, the else will end up with our daughter, blah 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 blah, and uh, yeah, cool. They're sort of like like they're set from child childhood. And I'm like, yeah. Even at the time, even though everyone did it, even though it was normal and there was nothing wrong with it, whatever. Even at the time, I just thought to myself, that's doesn't seem right. Doesn't seem right. I, uh, Something inside yeah. knows. Yeah. Well, my mum. From an early age, told me the kind of she's people like genetically. It, the the reason it's bad is because you know this this is what happens. She she I remember she drew it for me. She actually drew it on a piece of paper of where you have uh, chances of birth defects, mm. and uh, if it's a if it's a brother or a sister or whatever, Hi. it's it's fifty percent. Mm. If it's a cousin, it's actually twenty five percent. Not much lower. You think it's a little more... 25 is a really high number. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Super high, man. Defect. What? You have four kids and one of them's retarded, guaranteed. Man, I, so when my... When my... Uh, All of them are uh, fourth retarded. Bro, <laughs> yeah, quarter... Bro, I... I, I, uh, I when I was 21, broke up with some girl and then was at dinner and my nan was like leaned over and she was just like, I was, I was hoping uh, Sarah would be here. And I'm just thinking... Sarah and she's like talking up this girl yeah you know she'd be good for you she's this that blah mm. blah blah and I'm like Sarah and, th- and I'm just like what nationality and, and is I, all, all I'm thinking of is Sarah, my, my nan yeah she's Armenian but like they're Armenian. like Syrian Syrian yeah. Syrian Armenian yeah, yeah that's that's typical of yeah. that yeah. region too. And, she, and she's just like she's like uh more so the Syrian yes yeah, and she's yeah, just yeah. Uh, Armenian's not not, not so like much that, but uh, like but 
but the Syrian, the, they, they say they're from Armenia, but their background's like, yeah, Syrian, Lebanese and stuff. And, oh. and she's just like Arab, you know? And, yeah, they, and yeah, she's yeah. just like, same, 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 yeah, same thing you're dealing with. And then she's just going <laughs> on about this girl. And I'm thinking, Sarah, I'm like, what is she doing? And I'm like, but I just like, my, co- my cousin, Sarah, she's like, oh, it's just kind of, once I said my cousin, she was kind of so I stopped, you know? Yeah. And, and she's like, oh, basically pointing out the difference between this good girl who she knows mm. and uh, the girl I dated who was a stripper. And, uh, <laughs> but yeah. like, it's just, it's just interesting. And then I got, I thought it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> and I went back to my mate Walid's and he's, Probably shouldn't say his name. So hopefully this never gets out. Uh, uh, <laughs> Douglas and um, <laughs> and and uh, yeah, Dougie. I don't know why old Duggo. Yeah, Duggo, and he's Middle Eastern. Yeah, of a type. I won't That's give it. Strange any more. name for Middle and, Eastern. And he uh, <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> I'm like talking as if like if this ever got out and he heard, it, he's not going to hear this. All right, and he's the one listener. No one's going to hear this. So he's he's, he's Afghan and he's like. I'm at his house and I get there and spark up a joint. I'm like, bro, I'm like crazy shit happened. He's like, oh, what is it? And I spoke in this joint and I'm like, man, my my nan, she just tried to set me up with my cousin, told him the whole story. Yeah. And and he was just like, what's wrong with that? And I was he like. He looks at you weird. He's like, he's like, what's what's wrong with that? And I was just like, it's my cousin. He's like, he's like, says his wife's name. He's like, it's my cousin. And I was just like, what? And he's like, yeah, he's like, he says, he's like, so-and-so's, uh, my uh, my cousin and he's like yeah it's normal and and i was just like instantly a light switch made i was like your kids are so fucking retarded yeah i was like i was like i always thought man. your kids were a bit fucking ah, special 100 and i'm like, I'm like it all fucking makes sense now because yeah. both your kids like he well, they're quarter his, retarded well, his, his main his daughter i was like she's kind of when i was a bit funny and <laughs> and she was just and she was slow and she was just oh, kind no. of and I was just like the poor kids, man. And I was like, you, I'm like, if anyone found out at her school, yeah, that you guys are fucking cousins, oh. and that are fucking cousins, her life's over. She'd be fucked because she, people would be like, oh, she's that retarded girl, dude. The, dude, pe- people pat- would give yeah. her so much shit. She might actually die. Like, it'll just like lay down in the playground and die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Her blood pressure might get so low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just keep. Yelling inbred at her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, she's like, I, I feel like she be, starts like goes to mental in, uh, asylum, and she believes that she's like living inbred. Yeah, and she's, she's just like everyone at school that always say inbred. inbred. Everything <laughs> looks like loaf. <laughs> I'm living in bread. Anyway, man, I'm. I gotta go. Let's. Uh, I really appreciate you coming around again to, ex- man, to yeah, tell again. us your story. Anytime, it's so good. Yeah, um, it's it's fun. You're always it's leaving us. I feel like you're you're sort of you're playing the game with us. You're always leaving. <laughs> I'm being avoided. Le- leaving us yeah. wanting. You know, like we're like man, we. we I'm so much to, man. If my, so much more to talk about. If, yeah, man, that's fucking great. I guess that's good because that if we did good. get to a point where it's like, all right, that's it, then we're not going to do enough. We're not going to do another one for a while. Yeah. But this way, we know that as soon as we can, we should. And look, you are well, leaving overseas eventually next next year. Mm. Be good to do these once we start training again as well. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Do some like, do some MMA talk about what happened. No, that's gay. Let's not do that. Just um, talk about whatever. Yeah, we talk about shit. But yeah, like, um, it just means that we're gonna have to try and get as much out as possible before you sweet head off. It's good. I um, like this. We've and then you're just going to have to listen to our podcast once you're gone. Yeah, we've actually yeah. covered a lot of the same topics that we just talked about 
but in different ways with other people. Mm. Yeah. But it's really interesting how every single person conveys it because mm. it's completely different mm-hmm. every time. Completely mm. different angle. Same conclusions sometimes. Yeah. But completely different angle. You yeah. just come at it from a different way. And I I see the benefit of that when mm. like to myself when when I'm just like considering well, all these ideas. That's exactly what what I get out of when you read psychology, yeah. and spirituality, and you look at all the different psychologists' way of going up, but ways about life, and yeah. all the different religions and their underlining ways of spirituality, and you go, oh, they're all coming to the same yep, thing, same just conclusions, a different, different ways, different yeah. path, different and, journey. And the more you learn, yep. and that's why you know you don't want to be one, you know, one track minded about any one of them. You see the similarities in all of them. And go, they're all fucking, they're all just. The same thing, just pit different people's way of explaining it. I love it. Mm. Great way to end on it. Right. And um, so yeah, we'll, I, I guess we'll leave you with that. And um, remember, balance. Or what was it? Balance. Ba- balance. Balance. This is absurd. This and is who, absurd. Who's asking? And who and the fuck that? is asking? Who's asking? Make sure, make sure you keep those things at the forefront of your mind for the next day. <laughs> just, just for tomorrow. If you're listening, you know, next day, just. Focus on the idea of balance. Remember this is absurd. And then ask yourself who the fuck's asking. (laughs) That's great.